Hare Krishna, welcome to this episode of AMAM, Ask Me Anything Mondays, episode 16. It has been a long while since we have done this um, AMAM sessions. Um, so we'll be doing only once a month now. So this is for the month of March. We'll say the prayers and get straight into the questions. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Ajnanati Mirandhasya Jnananjana Shalakaya Chakshurun Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya Manobhishtam Sthapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupahakadamahyam Dadati Svapadantikam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Yutapadakamalam Shri Gurun Vaishnavamscha Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunathan Vitam Tamsajivam Sadvaitam Savadhutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishakhan Vitamscha He Krishna Karuna Sindho Dinabandho Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostute Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Vrishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Vanchakalpatarubhyascha Kripa Sindhubhya Evacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namon Namaha Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prishthaya Bhutale Shreemate Bhakti Vedanta Swaminiti Namine Namaste Saraswati Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesha Sunyavadi Paschatya Deshatarine Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shri Vasadi Gaurabhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Welcome to this episode 16 of AMAM uh, Ask Me Anything Mondays and in these sessions we try to answer your questions from Srila Prabhupada's books uh, so that's what this series is all about and you can basically throw any question <coughs> and we'll try to answer it from the scriptures so that we can under enhance our understanding of Srila Prabhupada's books. So this is not a supplement for reading Srila Prabhupada's books. Oh, sorry, this is not like a replacement, sorry. It's not a replacement for reading Srila Prabhupada's books, but it's like a supplement. All right, so first question. We have, oh, we have few people here online. Okay, let's take the first question by the name Teltap. So first question by Teltap. If Vani is more important than Vapu, why do we need association of devotees? Very good question. So, what is Vani and what is Vapu? Vani means the instructions and Vapu means the body. So, Srila Prabhupada mentioned that one can associate with Krishna, uh, with the, Shri, uh, the spiritual master either through Vapu or Vani or even both. 
so when the sp spiritual master is physically present uh, on the planet then if um, if it is possible then one should do the vapu seva that means serve the body of the spiritual master <coughs> actually this is nicely explained in the um 11th canto which chapter i'm trying to remember uh, it's i think 20th chapter if i'm not wrong so there is the vapu seva but then also of course even when shri prabhupada is here when the spiritual master is here we have to serve the instructions as well as the the body of the spiritual master also so there is vapu seva like massage or you know uh, taking comforts i mean sorry not taking comforts giving comforts to to the spiritual master um taking care of him basically so that is there but when the spiritual master is not physically present and even when he is physically present in the pla- on the planet not everybody can do personal service to him right like for example if venshil prabhupad was in india for example what do the devotees in australia or united states or uk or europe how are they going to serve the uh, the physical body of prabhupad so the, of course the body of the spiritual master is spiritualized so by the service uh, vapu service um one can advance and by the vani service also but now not everybody can engage in the service of the vapu of shri prabhupada of the spiritual master right so therefore whether he is personally present or you know physically not present the instruction should always be carried out that is uh, that should always be the case let me see if i can find that verse here how one should follow i think um somewhere in the 17 chapter problem let me see hmm ah you see okay first this is this is here um first let's go to this 7th uh, canto 12th chapter first verse this is narad muni's instructions shri narado vacha brahmachari gurukule vasandanto gurorhitam acharandasa vannicho gurau sudrudha sauhridaham narad muni said a student should practice completely controlling his senses he should be submissive and should have an attitude of firm friendship for the spiritual master with a great vow the brahmachari should live at the gurukul only for the benefit of the guru okay yeah? uh, this is how the spiritual master should be served and more detail is given in um, 7729 and 30 let's go there in the verse and the purport sorry 30 and 31 गुरु शुश्रूषया भक्त्या सर्वलब्धार्पणेन च संगेन साधु भक्तानां ईश्वराराधनेन च श्रद्धया तत्कथायांश्च कीर्तनैर्गुणकर्मणां तत्पादाम्बुरुहध्यानात्तल्लिङ्गेक्षार्हणादिभिः वन मस्ट एक्सेप्ट द बोनोफाइड स्पिरिचुअल मास्टर एंड रेंडर सर्विस अनटू हिम विद ग्रेट डिवोशन एंड फेथ व्हाटएवर वन हैज इन वन्स पोजेशन शुड बी ऑफर्ड टू द स्पिरिचुअल मास्टर सर्वलब्ध अर्पणेन च 
and in the association of saintly persons and devotees one should worship the lord hear the glories of the lord with faith glorify the transcendental qualities and activities of the lord always meditate on the lord's lotus feet and worship the deity of the lord strictly according to the injunctions of the shastra and guru and in the purport shri rupa goswami um rupa goswami's verse in the from bhaktira samrit sindhu is quoted here guru padashrayas tasmat krishna diksha disikshanam vishrambhena गुरो सेवा साधु वर्तमान सद्धर्म पृछा भोगादि त्याग कृष्ण से हेतवे सो द एग्जैक्ट ट्रांसलेशन इज नॉट हियर बट वी कैन अंडरस्टैंड फ्रॉम द संस्कृत इट सेल्फ गुरु पादाश्रय तस्मात सो आफ्टर इन दैट वे वी हैव टू टेक शेल्टर ऑफ द लोटस फीट ऑफ द गुरु एंड वॉट वी शुड डू कृष्ण दीक्षादि शिक्षण दीक्षादि शिक्षण so we have to take diksha krishna diksha i mean that means one's name will be changed to uh, like govinda das or for like um, for ladies like maybe radha rani devi dasi or you know lakshmi devi so like this so a, a name related to krishna will be given at the time of diksha and diksha adi shikshanam uh, we have to take uh, we have to receive knowledge from the spiritual master hmm विश्रंभेण गुरो सेवा वेरी केयरफुली वी हैव टू यू नो सर्व द गुरु विद ग्रेट रेवरेंस एंड रेस्पेक्ट साधु वर्तमानुवर्तनम मस्ट फॉलो इन द फुटस्टेप्स ऑफ द डिवोटीज एसोसिएशन इन द मस्ट स्टे इन द एसोसिएशन ऑफ डिवोटीज एंड वर्तम अनुवर्तनम वर्तम मीन्स द पाथ the path back to godhead one must tread in the association of devotees and learn from them anuvartanam means learn from them how to tread this path of devotional service you see so sadharma pricha we have to inquire about spiritual subject matter from the guru bhogadi tyagaha krishnasya hetave we have to accept and reject things uh, in relation to krishna we have to accept those things that are favorable to execution of devotional service and reject those things which are not favorable to the devo- uh, execution of devotional service so in this way we have to conduct ourselves under the shelter of the spiritual master now how that is done so is explained in this 11 17 we can go to 27 and then onwards so this is like the vapu seva आचार्य मं विजानीयान्नावन्मेत कर्चि न मर्त्यबुद्ध्यासूत सर्वेवयो गुर नाट नावन्मेत नावमेत ई थिंक इट्स मिस्टेक् दर् ओके वन शुड नो द आचार्य एज मै सेल्फ एंड नेवर डिस्रेस्पेक्ट हिम इन एनी वे वन शुड नाट एनवी हिम थिंकिंग हिम एन आर्डनरी मैन फॉर ही इज रेप्रजेंटेटिव ऑफ ऑल द डेमी गॉड्स सो वी शुड अंडरस्टैंड द आचार्य इज ईक्वल टू कृष्ण ई मीन is not krishna he has to be given the same respect as krishna now let's actually let's just read the translations of the 11 17 okay so 11 17 28 in the morning and evening one should collect food stuffs and other articles and deliver them to the spiritual master then being self control one should accept for oneself that which is allotted by the acharya hmm. while engaging in serving the spiritual master one should remain as a humble servant and thus when the guru is walking the servant should humbly walk behind 
When the Guru lies down to sleep, the servant should also lie down nearby. And when the Guru has awakened, the servant should sit near him, massaging his lotus feet and rendering other similar services. When the Guru is sitting down on his asana, the servant should stand nearby with folded hands awaiting the Guru's order. In this way, one should always worship the spiritual master. Now, this is Vapu Seva. Now, this is not only for Srila Prabhupada. To even senior devotees, we can you know help them. Right? We can take orders from them. We have to you know um, make sure they are comfortable. So, with advanced Siksha Gurus also, we can uh, render service like this. So, we should learn how to, how to do that service also. So, of course, when the spiritual master is physically around, we have to do everything. But, of course, the Siksha Gurus who are you know, not Uttama Adhikaris, they will not allow us to. And in our um, movement, Srila Prabhupada has given that in, in writing that he is the Diksha Guru for the entire uh, ISKCON for at least 10,000 years. Now, there will be many Siksha Gurus who will uh, guide us on the path how to follow Srila Prabhupada's instructions and how to engage in Krishna's service. So, even with them, we have to try to serve them. It's not that, oh, I, I should only serve Prabhupada. If Prabhupada is not there, uh, that means I won't serve any other Vaishnava. These are not pure devotees, I will not serve. No, we have to serve Vaishnava. That's why we call everybody Prabhu and Mataji. With mother, what you do? When the baby, when the baby is there, she will take service from the mother, she or he. When the child grows up, he has to give service. So Prabhu means master. So I am servant. So I am going to serve. So I have to have the service attitude to all devotees, and especially those, especially those who are advanced. And that is also explained here. We'll come back here, but uh, I'll just go to. Nectar of Instruction 5 Krishneti yasya giritam manasadriyeta Dekshasti chet pranatibhischa bhajantam isham Shushrushaya bhajana vigyamananyamanya Nindadi shunya hridami psita sangalabdhya One should mentally honor the devotee who chants the holy name of Lord Krishna. One should offer humble obeisances to the devotee who has undergone spiritual initiation, Diksha and is engaged in worshipping the deity. And one should associate with and faithfully serve that pure devotee who is advanced in undeviated devotional service and whose heart is completely devoid of the propensity to criticize others. So, of course, this is talking about pure devotee, but also other advanced devotees. Bhajana Vigyam, those who are advanced in the knowledge of executing devotional service. Bhajana Vigyam. Hmm. So, them also we should serve. This is one thing I have seen among many so-called Prabhupada Nugas, they think, you know, if, you know, sometimes, you know, we have, uh, devotees have, um, like, for example, Sundar Gopal Prabhu once uh, went to Bangladesh and the devotees, you know, gave him a mala, you know, to respect him. When he got down the car at the temple there, um, he was given a mala. And even when he went to Philippines also, everywhere. I mean, that is how devotees should receive other devotees, you know. Um, so, in Hungary also when we went there and um, even when we go to other, even Malaysia also, even Singapore. So, when the devotees go to the house, uh, the, the householders, they, they in fact offer many garlands to all the temple devotees. Not that now the temple devotees become Diksha Guru and so sometime, one time what happened, uh, similarly there was um, Bangladesh, uh, Snogopal Prabhu went and um, the devotees gave him a garland. 
and they bow down to him and um, so we we did a video like a vlog and uh, uploaded and somebody commented that hey how come he is giving garland to them uh, they are giving garland to him what is this no he became guru or what come on don't become paranoid so what they are they are they don't want to serve anymore or oh, if um, prabhupada is not there so senior devotees have no more serving anymore then why we are calling anybody prabhu then so this is false ego this is very wrong attitude uh, so in fact in india they know they know how to receive uh, my grand, great grandfather my great grandfather used to have i i also saw the ancestral house i lived there for about uh, one year when i was 6 years old i remember so in that house um during um, what navratri uh, all the, there was a nearby there was a ram temple just walking distance like 100 kil- 100 uh, sorry 100 meters from the house and a lot of sadhus used to travel and then they used to you know come and navratri time they used to all come to the house and my great grandfather he used to serve them um prasadam i mean i don't know prasadam but ours is a brahmin so called brahmin house so you know great grandmother she used to cook with uh, they call in telugu madi madi means you know they um they don't eat they don't speak while cooking nothing very very strict about it and they cook like that i don't know i don't think there was a prasadam offering system like what we have but you know but that's how they used to he used to serve all the sadhus and they used to sleep also overnight they he used to provide bedding for them he used to provide food for them everything uh, you see so this is this is vedic culture uh, in fact let me show you something this of course i am digressing a bit in this but this is very important we are thinking vapu seva or oh, nashri prabhupada not there no more vapu seva that's it we are we are liberated from vapu seva that is another rubbish nonsense 422 9 sorry 10 you see 422 10 shrimad bhagavatam adhana apite dhanyah sadhavo grihame dhinah yad griha hyarh varyambu trinabhumishwaravarah a person who is not very rich and is attached to family life becomes highly glorified when saintly persons are present in his home the master and servants who are engaged in offering the exalted visitors water sitting place and paraphernalia for reception are glorified and the home itself is also glorified you see the master of the home and the servants whoever are there in the home if they all serve the devotees they are purified and they are glorified you see sitting place and paraphernalia for reception you know what is paraphernalia for reception uh, whoever sadhu comes it is the duty of the grihasthas to actually wash their feet that is how the, this is all paraphernalia of worship and krishna showed this when sudama came to his home krishna himself washed the feet of sudama not that sudama is the now the guru of krishna no they were friends but still krishna showed that's why he likes uh, this this position as kshatriya he came as kshatriya so that he can serve the brahmanas you see so he wants to he likes serving the brahmanas qualified brahmanas i'm talking about so he showed by receiving sudama how to receive a, a, a saintly devotee uh, he washed his feet 
and then you know uh, sprinkle the water on his head and sprinkle the water on rukmini's head also his wife and he made him sit on his own personal bed which is the most opulent bed in the entire universe he made him sit there hmm see व्यालालय द्रुमावयतेषु अरिक्ताखिलसंपदः यद्गृहास्तीर्थपादीय पादतीर्थविवर्जिताः ऑन द कॉन्ट्ररी इवन द फुल ऑफ ऑल ऑपुलेंस एंड मटेरियल प्रॉस्पेरिटी एनी हाउसहोल्डर्स हाउस वेयर द डिवोटीज ऑफ द लॉर्ड आर नेवर अलाउड टू कम इन एंड वेयर देयर इज नो वाटर फॉर वॉशिंग देयर फीट इज टू बी कंसीडर्ड अ ट्री इन व्हिच ऑल वेनमस सर्पेंट्स लिव सी दिस इज स्ट्रांग वर्ड्स दिस इज एग्जैक्टली द पॉइंट So of course he he explains other things about the Kumar. This is actually in relation to how Prithumaraj received the Chatur Kumaras, the four Kumaras in his home. So yeah, you know the devotees may not be as exalted as maybe you know the four Kumaras or Lord Shiva, of course. But we can't like you know. Oh, they are not, uh, um, you know, acharyas. So we we can we can uh, you can sit down there somewhere. You know, wherever you can find, you can sit down there. And that's not how you treat Vaishnavas, right? I mean, even ordinary elders in your family, you would you know take care of them, right? So why why we should not take care of Vaishnavas, respect them? Why? And when Vaishnavas come, they they purify the house. They speak about Krishna. They let us understand you know the signs of Krishna. Why we should not respect them? some people were envious they commented how they can give garland to him what is this going on this is too much pride he is showing sundar gopal prabhu they told like that this is absolute nonsense okay we have to understand what is etiquette vaishnava etiquette so in the name of because social prabhu is not personally present we forget all vaishnava etiquette that is rubbish that is rubbish so now vani vapu seva we have to even if shri prabhu is not there we have to do to his you know servants as much as is possible as much as they allow basically to help them in their service that is the whole idea see the senior devotees who are actually dedicated who are actually sincere they don't like to take any service for their own personal thing they want to serve krishna they want to serve shri prabhupad and if we assist them in their service to shri prabhupad then that will be our benefit that is the vaishnava seva we have to do hmm. so in this way we have to take care of the vaishnavas hmm, this is very important and vani uh, vani seva is the following the instructions now the question is that if vani is more important than vapu so shri prabhupad said that so following the instruction is more important than serving the body of the spiritual master he said like that now do we why do we need association of devotees So, because if you want to serve the instruction of Shri Prabhupad, what is the instruction of Shri Prabhupad? There's no what we have heard. Guru, Shushrushya Bhaktiya Sarvalabdhar Paneena Cha Sangena Sadhu Bhakta Nam Ishvara Aradhane Na Cha. In the association, the instruction of the Guru is to remain in the association of devotees. Why did he? Why did Shri Prabhupad build all the temples? Why did he ask us to be in the association of devotees? Why? So he, that is his instruction. that is his vani he has asked us to stay in association of devotees and cultivate devotional service 
and developed nice Vaishnava uh, dealings between each other, with, between all the devotees, uh, Vaishnava etiquette. So these are the things we have to, you know, um, observe, even in the association of devotees. So there we can do Vapu Seva also. We can help devotees. Hmm. Of course, the devotees don't like to take any service, but we help them in their services, assist them. Hmm. <coughs> and of course, we can also, when they come to our house, we can receive them with all paraphernalia. There's nothing absolutely wrong with that. Hmm? So that's why Vapu is still important, Vapu Seva. It's not to be neglected. Um, Vani and Vapu more, both should be there. But especially now that Srila Prabhupada is personally not there, uh, physically, his Vani is there. So he is present in his Vani. So that has to be carried out. And that carrying out, in the matter of carrying that out, we have to cooperate with other devotees in order to carry out. See? Huh. So that's why association, alone we cannot do. How can we, you know, uh, withstand the strength of Maya? We will fall like anything. We have to be in association of devotees. And that's the whole point hmm. of devotional service. Sadhu Sangha, Sadhu Sangha, Sarva Shastra Koi. Lavamatra Sadhu Sangha, Sarva Siddhi Hoy. Even a small, one eleventh of a second in the association of devotees is very, very, uh, will save us from the greatest danger. And this other verse is there, 2283 of Madhya See. Krishna Bhakti Janma Mula Hoy Sadhu Sangha Krishna Prema Janme Teho Puna Mukha Anga The root cause of devotional service to Lord Krishna is association with advanced devotees. Even when one's dormant love for Krishna awakens, association with uh, devotees is still most essential. Even when one is advanced, still association of devotees is very important. And in fact, um, yesterday only, um, Nimanitai Prabhu from China, he was sharing with me one quote uh, from Jiva Goswami in the, I think, not what Sandarbha, some, uh, one of the six Shat Sandarbhas, that one have to take one has to take a association of a advanced shikshaguru. Hmm. Uh, in fact, Jiva Goswami himself was pure devotee, so one of the six Goswamis, but he never initiated anyone. He he had siksha disciples, Narutam Das Thakur, um, what is this, Shamananda Pandit, and who's the other one? Uh, Shamananda Pandit. Narutam Das Thakur. Oh, forgot. Forgot the name. So, he had these uh, three of his chief Siksha disciples and they went far and wide and preached. See, this is, this is important. Yeah, I think that answers the question, hopefully. Okay, so let's take the next question. Again by Teltap. So this is the second question by Teltap. Hare Krishna Prabhu, finally I managed to catch the live stream. Could you please tell us why it's so important to practice spiritual life in this life and endeavor to go back to Godhead when we won't even remember this life if we don't make it back in this life. 
could you please tell us why it's so important to practice spiritual life in this life in this life and endeavor to go back to god head when we won't even remember this life if we don't make it back in this life so it's not about whether we remember or not it's whether we want to continue our suffering or not whether we remember our past life we like i don't think any of you remember your past lives right like even if you do remember or don't remember now we are suffering in this life right so do we want to continue that suffering again that is the point it's not whether we remember or not remember and if krishna wants he can make us remember like bharat maharaj he he failed he became a deer he remembered his past life and after that he became bharat he remembered his two previous lives as king bharat and as a deer hmm then he acted as jada bharat jada like mental retarded of course he after that he went back to godhead but you see it's not about whether we remember or not do we want to suffer again this birth death old age and disease that is the point that is the point so we are not uh, following this to remember to end the suffering and go back to godhead and that is what we are meant for right like even if we finish it maybe 50% in this life or 20% or 10 or 5% it's not a loss so next life we can start from where we have left off you see so in that way we are never lost that advancement that we make is never lost neha bhikramanashosti pratyavayo navidyate svalpam apyasya dharmasya trayate mahato bhayat that will save us so like for example now we have come in contact with this maybe something we have done in our past lives something which has brought us here we don't remember what we did but it has led us here uh, or it can just be the sheer mercy of shri prabhupada and no other absolute no absolutely no other cause before either way we have come now uh, if we don't finish now the next life we will given again chance but intelligence means why another life why another suffering of birth why another episode of this birth death old age and disease why let's make it in this life so that's why shri prabhupad stressed we should finish it in this life that's the aim of human life where is the guarantee next life i can be even human bharat maharaj became dear fortunately he remembered but what if he don't gajendra he did not remember he 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 uh, became elephant he was a great king before but he became elephant at the time when he was being harassed by the crocodile and then he suddenly remembered the shlokas that he chanted in his previous life so that's why prabhupad says in that purport in the gajendra moksha prayers that um you know learning shlokas is very important and learning the hari krishna mantra repeating it is very important so that even if for whatever reason we become an animal that memory will again come back krishna will make sure that that remembrance is somehow again Uh, revived hmm. krishna won't forget even though we don't remember krishna remembers that's another point krishna remembers what we have done what we have not done hmm. in fact there is a prayer in the ishopanishad like that vayur anilam amritam no not amritam i think anritam one second 17th verse oh amritam yeah वायुरनिलम अमृतम अथेदम भस्मांतम शरीरम ओम क्रतो स्मर कृतम स्मर क्रतो स्मर कृतम स्मर व्हाट इज द प्रेयर लेट दिस टेंपरेरी बॉडी बी बर्न टू एशेस एंड लेट द एयर ऑफ लाइफ बी मर्ज्ड विद द टोटलिटी ऑफ एयर 
now oh my lord please remember he's asking the lord to remember i anyway cannot remember i don't know what's going to happen now the means let this temporary body be burned to ashes means he's going to die so he's praying like this before he's dying now oh my lord please remember all my sacrifices and because you are the ultimate beneficiary please remember all that i have done for you and for what so that or oh, give me heavenly birth krishna no so that i can keep uh, in the association of devotion please reward me for my devotional activities so that i can continue my devotional service and not uh, forget you at any time so that is the prayer so krishna remembers we may not remember and he will reward like uh, we all came with different karmas from past life right maybe you know if i have uh, suppose a person in this life seemingly innocent but gets killed violently for some reason we don't know we can't trace it back why is that why did that happen to that person that means he has done something in his previous life which he has forgotten which he has no idea what uh, what happened neither do his relatives know but he is getting that reaction now and he is being violently killed so why did it happen who remembered what he did he did not remember krishna remembered so that even yamaraj of course remembers so he so krishna is arranging everything karmana daivanetrena according to our actions and according to the um what is that arrangement by the supreme personality of godhead what is that upadrashta anumanta cha bharta bhokta maheshwaraha upadrashta he is the witness the lord is a witness he is a judge and he is a sanctioner so we should never not forget at any point that krishna is the one witnessing all our activities and it is for his pleasure we are doing it hmm. all right so next question this time it's by kaka singh one second put it up on the screen so first question hari krishna prabhu ji please accept my humble obeisances all glories to shri prabhupad my questions are why didn't number 1 why didn't krishna marry radha so actually we have touched upon this topic at uh, quite a great length in the chaitanya charitamrita sessions when we were discussing the internal reasons for shri chaitanya mahaprabhu's appearance so anyway why didn't krishna marry radharani so shrimati radharani and krishna they are inseparable no marriage in this world can even come close to the uh, relationship that they have between them it is higher than any marriage first of all and actually so because rukmini and krishna for example or any of the 16108 wives of krishna or even all the lakshmis of vaikuntha loka uh, were married to lord narayana they have this wedded relationship with krishna they don't have the flavor that is there uh with radharani because um firstly shrimati radharani is actually the count, uh, counterpart of krishna she is as powerful as krishna in fact 
by tatva by rasa it is <laughs> devotees will say that she is even far more powerful than krishna even krishna himself agrees that she is power, far more powerful than him because she can attract him krishna is called madan mohan the attractor of cupid she is called madan mohan mohini in fact the entire devotional service is under her authority hmm. and therefore even devotional service attracts krishna that's why one of the aspects of devotional service is krishna akarshani krishna akarshani means one who attracts even krishna that is shrimati ratharani and because bhakti is completely under her control so anybody who actually so what is the what is the meaning of the word radha radha means one who is the embodiment of aradhana worship so she is the quintessential embodiment of worship to krishna so every other worship all kinds of worship of krishna is under her she is the very personification of worship that's why her name is radha she is the embodiment of aradhana now all kinds of worship that now devotional service will attract krishna because it is under her everything that is related to radharani is very dear to krishna even radha kund for example radha kund is the lake in vrindavan who have been to vrindavan they know at the foothills of the govardhan hill there is this radha kund and sham kund just side by side so radha kund is also very dear to krishna anything that is radharani's property that is more dear to krishna than his own property and similarly because of that any devotee who engages in aradhana who engages in krishna consciousness devotional service becomes very dear to krishna so much so that krishna becomes their servant krishna becomes their servant like you see this yesterday also in the bhagavad gita class uh, i was showing this how krishna you know he says 9463 in the shrimad bhagavatam shri bhagavan vacha aham bhakta paradhino hi asvatantra ivadvija sadhu bhirgrasta hridayo bhaktair bhakta jana priyah the supreme personality of god had said to the brahmana i am completely under the control of my devotees indeed i am not at all independent because my devotees are completely devoid of material desires i sit only within the cause of their hearts what to speak of my devotee even those who are devotees of my devotee are very dear to me this is bhakti marga uh, devotional service because all under the control of radharani we are chanting hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 ram hare ram 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 hare hare this hare means radhe radharani hara is a pleasure potency haladani shakti so in the mahamantra eight times 16 names are there huh? 16 words now eight words are hare four are krishna four are rama but eight words are hare you see so we are begging shrimati radharani please engage me in your service because devotee of my devotee is very dear to krishna is saying dear to him so he actually showed this in this verse shrimad bhagavatam 1616 see here 
ಸಾರಥ್ಯಪಾರಷದಸೇವನ ಸಖ್ಯ ದೌತ್ಯ ವೀರಾಸನಾನುಗಮನಸ್ತವನ ಪ್ರಮಾಣ ಪ್ರಣಾಮನ್ ಸ್ನಿಗ್ಧೇಶು ಪಾಂಡುಷು ಜಗತ್ ಪ್ರಣತಿ ವಿಷ್ಣೋರ್ ಭಕ್ತಿ ಕರೋತಿ ನೃಪತಿಶ್ಚರಣಾರವಿಂದೇ ಸಿ ಮಹಾರಾಜ್ ಪರೀಕ್ಷಿತ್ ಹರ್ಡ್ ದಟ್ ಔಟ್ ಆಫ್ ಇಸ್ ಕಾಸ್ಲೆಸ್ ಮರ್ಸಿ ಲಾರ್ಡ್ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ವಿಷ್ಣು ಹೂ ಇಸ್ ಯೂನಿವರ್ಸಲಿ ಒಬೇಡ್ ಹೀ ಈಸ್ ಫಸ್ಟ್ ಆಫ್ ಆಲ್ ಯೂನಿವರ್ಸಲ್ ಗ್ರೇ ಶಿವ ವಟ್ ಇಸ್ ದಟ್ ಶಿವವಿರಿಂಚಿನುತಂ ಐ ಶೋ ಯು ದಟ್ ವರ್ಸ್ ದ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ಈವನ್ ಹೀ ಈವನ್ ಶಿವ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ವಿರಿಂಚಿ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮ ದೇ ಬೌಟ್ ದೇರ್ ಹೆಡ್ಸ್ ಡೌನ್ ಅಟ್ ಕೃಷ್ಣಸ್ ಫೀಟ್ ವಿತೌಟ್ ಎನಿ ರಿಸರ್ವೇಶನ್ is universally obeyed all demigods are his servants but he krishna out of his causeless mercy rendered all kinds of service to the malleable sons of pandu malleable means what you know when a metal can easily bend it's called a malleability you know malleable the malleability factor you know that means how much a metal can bend if you if it's very hard then malleability is zero if it cannot be bent at all so how easily it can be bent so a devotee he is always you know uh, bending to the will of the lord he is not like you know no 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 lord you do you do this no devotee is always you know uh, what is that agreeing to the will of the lord malleable snigdheshu snigdheshu means malleable so he rendered all kinds of services are shiva and brahma are bowing their heads down to him he is rendering all kinds of service to the malleable sons of pandu that means the pandavas by accepting posts ranging from chariot driver that means you know driver chauffeur to president to messenger friend night watchman remember in the rajaswa yagna of yudhishthir maharaj you know what he was his role he was his role was to wash the feet of all the guests who come wash the feet i mean he's at the place where chappals are being you know the the, the sandal shoes are being um, uh, you know set aside and when they you know they wash their legs now there is nowadays if you go to temple or something there is a tap you can wash your legs there and go inside the temple but no at that time he personally was sitting there and you know he was washing all the feet of all the guests for yudhishthira maharaj he did that not just he is serving yudhishthira maharaj he is serving all the guests of yudhishthira maharaj Chaitan Mahaprabhu said, not only is Gopinath, the, um, um, what is the brother-in-law of Sarvabham Bhattacharya, he was first a devotee and Sarvabham Bhattacharya was not a devotee at that time. Uh, but actually, no, it was, um, no, later on, actually, when Sarvabham Bhattacharya became a devotee. So, Chaitan Mahaprabhu said, not only Sarvabham Bhattacharya is dear to me, but also the dog that visits his home is also very dear to me. Huh. See, so here you see he accepted post ranging from chariot driver president messenger friend night watchman and let me add washing feet and you know taking care of the chappals of the guests of yudhishthira maharaj according to the will of the pandavas obeying them like a servant and offering obeisances like one younger in years when he heard this maharaj parikshit who is the grandson of arjuna grandson of the pandavas became overwhelmed with devotion to the lotus feet of the lord when he knew the greatness of his grandfathers how great they were that the lord who is obeyed by shiva and brahma unparalleled he has become such a you know menial servant of the pandavas 
this is um, you know how krishna likes bhakti krishna karshini this is why because of radharani so coming back to the point radharani so that much you know radharani is you know very powerful now radha and krishna can never be separated radha krishna nahi anya they are not different but they have expanded eternally to enjoy this conjugal affairs now when she when they descended here you know uh, it appears that you know she is married to another man and you know she is having this extra marital affair with krishna paramour love or in uh, sanskrit is called parakiya bhava swakiya bhava and parakiya bhava two kinds of conjugal love one can love krishna in five major capacities main capacities uh, shanta that means appreciation uh, of the lord of the greatness of the lord dasya active engagement in the service of the lord like a servant or a son very obedient like ramdoot hanuman you know hanuman is a perfect example garuda is another example or even pradyumna the son of krishna he is a perfect example so this is um dasaras then there is sakhya rasa ras means the mellow the mood so sakhya ras means sakhya means um friendship now even in friendship there are three categories older friends like for example balaram balaram has relationship with krishna like a friend because he's almost of the same age but balaram is slightly elder so he has elder elder brother kind of um, uh, mood so he is sometimes protective of krishna which is a flavor of parental love but the f- friendship is the main this thing but parental love you can see sometimes and there are absolute pure friendship like no uh, like absolute equals with krishna like arjuna is one example hmm. equal with krishna or and all the cowherd boys boyfriends of krishna they were all of course they, in, in, among them also some were a little bit older so they had that slight parental flavor to to them and some a little lang- younger they have uh, servitude like a servant little bit so that is the third division which is like servant and friend so they are friendly but they are also submissive to krishna and then the pure friendship they sometimes joke with krishna and you know like treat him like an equal and those who are a little bit elder but still friends they are protective of krishna they are like elder brother you know they will they will protect the younger brother that kind of relationship that is sakharas and then there is vatsalyas which is parent parenthood parental love like nanda yashoda or um, devaki vasudev and all the elder gopis elder gopas of vrindavan like the cowherd boys cowherd girls their their parents and they had and even the cows in fact it is said that's why when brahma vimohan leela happened and brahma you know stole the cows and uh, cowherd boyfriends of krishna so he actually accepted uh, he expanded himself as the cowherd boys and the calves and you know everybody and he was drinking milk from the cows because now he is acting as a calf and millions of calves millions of cowherd boys he expanded to all of them and for one year he was living like that and for one year the cows were giving milk to krishna thinking that he is own calf but somehow their affection was just increasing more and more they could not understand why and so there it is mentioned that the cows also have parental love towards krishna not um shantaras which is usually understood otherwise so anyway um so there is parental love and then in the parental love there is protective nature like 
you know, like Yashoda Maya. When um, Krishna killed Putana, uh, he was playing, Putana became very big size, like 8 miles long. And she, her giant carcass was, you know, like lying, like a mountain. And Krishna was, you know, playing on the breasts of Putana. And she became very terrified. He's a big demon and he's just fearlessly, you know, playing on top of the this demon, demoness. Immediately she brought him, brought him uh, got him, to, I mean, the gopas, they brought him down. I mean, Nanda Maharaj and his party. And then he, she immediately, you know, bathed him in cow urine and, you know, in cow dung and, you know, take, you know, what they call drishti. You know, oh, something, you know, somebody, everybody is, you know, it said that like that, that, you know, when somebody appreciates a person too much, then, you know, the drishti comes. The, the, the what was, in English, what we say? Those eyes, you know, <laughs> I don't know how to say it. So, then, that's why, you know, maybe his, uh, some bad influence came. So, he, she wanted to remove, so, she cow's tail, you know, cow she brought, and then the tail she, you know, circled on his around his head. So many things she did. So that is like protective. Not understanding the greatness of Krishna, because if she does does understand the greatness of Krishna, she will see Krishna playing on the huge body of Putra, and then she, oh, supreme personality of God, no, nothing will happen to him. No, you, you go go and play wherever you want. Where is the love? <laughs> so in order to increase the love, Krishna makes her forget. So that's parental love. And then there is conjugal love. Where um, Krishna, you know, he uh, has conjugal. That means like a husband and wife or boyfriend and girlfriend. That kind of relationship one can have with Krishna. So the gopis, they have uh, this paramour love. Whereas like Rukmini and all the queens in Dwarka, they had Swakya Rasa. It means husband and wife. And Parakya Rasa is enjoyed by, or you know, the, the method of worship by the gopis is Parakya Bhava. Like a paramour. It means they had husbands, but they they loved Krishna. Hmm. So, it, this uh, mood carries far more adventure. In the material world, it is very abominable. It is very, very sinful. But that is because it is on the bodily platform. Hmm. It's sense gratification here. In with Krishna and the gopis, it is not at all a bodily relationship. It is a spiritual relationship between two souls. Hmm. For example, now we have many devotees, right? Um, Matajis are also there, Prabhujis are also there. Now Matajis, they are chaste wives of their husbands, but they are chanting Krishna's name. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. That means what? It is unchaste? No. Chaste wife must worship always Krishna, right? Must so God must be worshipped by everybody. So it it is just like that. So the gopis were actually serving Krishna. In fact, to the maximum extent, they they've forgotten all their. I mean, they gave up their family affairs and everything. That in the dead of night they were running and dancing with Krishna. So that is same as worshiping Krishna. Their worship is like that. We have to do Arati, we have to do offering and all this. This is regulated worship. Theirs is, you know, their topmost. Their worship is whatever Krishna wants them to do. Devotees will do whatever Krishna wants them to do. So if Krishna wants, you know, because first of all, devotees have a certain kind of mood. So these gopis, they have conjugal mood. So he reciprocated with them like that. And so for his satisfaction, they went and they danced with him. Hmm? And uh, had conjugal relationship with him. So in this way, 
this is not at all a lusty relationship so in that mood the love of radharani there is no contract in a marriage the husband does not leave the wife so there is a kind of assurance okay whatever it is my husband will not leave me but in the case of a, like a paramour love there is no reason for krishna to stay with her and whenever he wants he can come whenever he wants he can go and he can enjoy with other women everything so there is no binding factor why 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 radharani should love krishna there is no reason in fact there is every there is every reason that um, it it can fail and actually um, krishna only i think in the chaitanya charit we have read those verses in the adilila that krishna defines the highest love uh, chaitanya mahaprabhu also that the highest love is when there is every reason for a relationship to completely to absolutely be devastated like there is nothing more left that can actually bind a relationship even at that stage if the if that affection is so strong that absolutely nothing shakes the relationship in fact the relationship even becomes stronger and that is there that is topmost love and that is only possible for the gopis and especially for shrimati radharani the topmost gopi so this is very advanced topic uh, we should never equate this to the bodily relationships uh, this is not to be understood like that so um, that that's the reason why krishna did not seemingly marry radharani actually in the brahma brahma vaivarta puran it is said that krishna and radha were married and brahma himself performed a marriage ceremony so that is also there in fact <laughs> what marriage and you know not marriage they are always they eternally married to each other they are eternally together nobody can separate them radha krishna nahi anya they are always together no marriage can come even close no chaste wife can come even close to the chastity of shrimati radharani that she has for krishna no ma- no married woman can come close even sita devi who's most chaste lady she herself is an expansion of radharani radharani's love even excels even sita's love for ram even rukmini's love for krishna everything else even the gopis of vrindavan although they are also paramour they are having paramour love with krishna even they cannot match what radharani does that is the position okay anyway we are far away from that at least i am so <laughs> let us focus on chanting 16 rounds every day <laughs> hari krishna huh next interesting question okay next question by again kaka singh okay here we go question 2 is it right to say that everything that happens here is from the source itself from lord krishna let me answer that first yes aham sarvasya prabhavo everything emanates from him next if it exists here in the material world then it also exists in the spiritual world yes because this material world is a reflection a perverted reflection of the spiritual world so if yes then how does bad actions such as murder alcoholism 
addictions, physical or sexual or emotional abuse occur in the spiritual world? <laughs> Good question. So, murder. Uh, there is no killing in the spiritual world actually. Then how it is there in the material world? Well, whenever Krishna does, that is spiritual killing, right? So, Krishna for killing's sake, he will come to the material world. When he wants to kill, he comes to the material world and kills. <laughs> he kills the demons. That's why even if there is no demon, then he will ask his devotee to become demon and he will kill the demon. <laughs> because he wants to fight, that itch to fight is there in him. So, to satis- satisfy his own fighting tendency, he will fight some demons. And if there is no demon, then he will make his devotee into a demon and he will kill him. So, that is how. And when Krishna kills, this bad action of murder becomes good now. Why? Because the person who is killed becomes liberated. Even if he is an actual demon, Krishna kills him, he will become liberated. So, when Krishna murders, that is worshipable. You see? Alcoholism. So, intoxication, for example, like Balaram, he was getting intoxicated. There is a story in the Krishna book, in the Srimad Bhagavatam. Balaram intoxicated himself with uh, Somarasa. And uh, he was talking deliriously, but in ecstatic love of Krishna. In fact, in, in the spiritual world, everybody is intoxicated and addicted. Here, the addiction happens to substances, substance like alcohol or drugs or whatever. There, everybody is intoxicated with the holy name of Krishna. They are intoxicated with uh, service to Krishna. They are intoxicated always. They are always high. Here, we need intoxication for what? To have this sense of like some ecstasy, some you know, some going high. They want to go high. But in the spiritual world, they stay high forever. They don't come down. <laughs> in fact, there is no uh, de-addiction state there. there Everybody is always addicted there. Uh, 24-7. 365. Always addicted. In fact, there is no time also. Addiction. It's an eternal addiction. They are in the spiritual world. And um, in fact, of course, they they also are addicted to substance in the spiritual world. What substance? Krishna Prasadam. They are addicted to that. That is the drug in the spiritual world. Krishna Prasadam. Everybody, you know, you have seen the picture, Krishna eating with his cowherd boyfriends are all around him. All eating lunch, you know. You saw that picture. So that picture shows that they eat, although they are not hungry. It's not about because they are hungry they are eating. No, here everything is based on necessity. There, it's just Chinmaya Rasa. Chinmaya Rasa means, Ananda Chinmaya Rasa Pratibhavita Abhistabhirya Evar Nijaru Patayakalabhi. So, there everything is Ananda Chinmaya or Chinmaya Ananda. It means spiritual happiness, bliss. Hmm. Physical, sexual or emotional abuse, yes, that is also there in the spiritual world. But it is transcendental abuse. You know, there is this, uh, uh, let me take out that. There is a verse about sexual abuse, of how Krishna sexually abuses Radharani. You see? Uh, okay, I will take this out. Question. Okay, you see this. This is a sexual abuse in the spiritual world, but it's not abuse. It is actually loving affairs between Ratha and Krishna. Vacha suchita sharvari ratikala pragalbhya radhikam vrida 
कुंचितलोचना विरचयग्रे सखी नाम सौ तद्वक्षोरुह चिकेलिमकी पांडित्यपारंगता कैशोरम सफली कलयन कुंजे विहारम हरी लॉर्ड कृष्णा मेड श्रीमती राधारानी क्लोज हर आईज इन शेम बिफोर हर फ्रेंड्स बाय हिज वर्ड्स रिलेटिंग देर एमरस एक्टिविटीज ऑन द प्रीवियस नाइट फर्स्ट ऑफ ऑल ही एंजॉयड विथ हर इन द नाइट एंड देन नेक्स्ट मॉर्निंग ही अनाउंसड व्हाट ऑल दे डिड इन द नाइट टू ऑल द गोपीज दट वर देर इन फ्रंट ऑफ हर सो राधारानी यू नो क्लोज हर आईज इन शेम then he showed the highest limit of cleverness in drawing pictures of dolphins in various playful sports on her breasts while she closed her eyes he opened her dress and then in front of everybody you know drew all the dolphins on her breast so in this way lord hari made his youth successful by performing pastimes in the bushes with sri radha and her friends so this is from shri bhaktira samrita sindhu of sri rupa goswami this is chaitanya charitamrita adilila 4.117 117 So this is one example. So actually, Prabhupada quoted this example in the book uh, "Perfect Questions, Perfect Answers." So there, Prabhupada called Krishna. Krishna is the you know supreme rascal. <laughs> uh, rascal here in the material world is uh, you know condemned, but Krishna is a supreme rascal. But his rascaldom is worshipped. And another thing, so-called sexual abuse, is when the gopis were uh, bathing in the Yamuna. He, gopi vasanahara. they were bathing they you know put their clothes on the bank and they went inside the water naked and he stole all their clothes and asked them to come one by one naked before him and they came and actually this is not any abuse i it may resemble but it's not at all because you know katyayani maha devi you know you know that was show you krishna actually fulfilled their desire they wanted krishna as the husband they prayed to katyayani for that and katyayani actually one does that you know one worships lord shiva you know the girls they worship lord shiva sometimes you know here katyayani the means durga to get a good husband so the gopis also were doing katyayani vrata for one month the vow they you know they had some vows to please durga devi so that krishna can become their husband but of course they were married to other men but still krishna fulfilled their desire by doing this because now let's see this verse katyayani mahamayai mahayogin adhishwari nandagopasutam devi patim mekurute namaha iti mantram japantyastah poojam chakruh kumari kumarika here it is mentioned kamarika so you know kamarika kumarika you see word to word kumarika it's a spelling mistake in the verse Each of the young unmarried girls performed her worship while chanting the following mantra O goddess Katyayani O great potency of the lord O possessor of great mystic power and mighty controller of all please make the son of Nanda Maharaj my husband I offer my obeisances unto you So they prayed for this and Krishna by doing this vastraharan leela this uh, taking of the uh, I mean taking the clothes what he did was he asked them to come naked before him and when they came Uh, then he gave him each one one by one all the clothes the thousands of gopis you know thousands of them and they all had to come naked before him now the the meaning is that 
only uh, the the woman can remain naked only in the presence of her husband only a husband should be able to see the uh, his wife naked that's it no other man must be um, can see the woman naked so by doing this he answered their prayers they wanted him as a husband and he answered their prayers yes here and he did the ras leela with them so and ras leela looks like only the one night they did but that one night is one night of brahma 4.3 32 billion years they danced so in this way all things exist in krishna seemingly good bad everything but in him everything is good the seemingly so called bad things in him are always good that's why he is called ranachor he ran away from the battlefield that is his name and there is ranachor ji temple in the um, where dakor in gujarat ranachor ji temple ha uh, who when he when somebody runs away from the battlefield he is a coward you know nobody everybody like condemns him but krishna is worship when he does that why 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 because that kalayavana was coming he wa- he wanted to wake up muchukunda muchukunda is another long story i don't want to go into the, the whole detail you can read shrimad bhagavatam 10th canto 49 uh, 50 51st uh, chapter 50th 51st chapter and i think 50 yeah 50 and 49 50 51 51 is the prayers of muchukunda conversation between krishna and muchukunda i means before that he ran away from the battlefield ranachor and when he stole uh, what is this um, so stealing is also there in the spiritual world that is also so called bad thing in the material world in the spiritual world it is worshiped krishna always steals his whole business is with all his coward boyfriends what is business his business is how to steal from here and here and everywhere and do big big mischief that is his whole the whole spiritual world golok vrindavan is full of mischief going on there that's what krishna does full of mischief that's all he does nothing else he is not like going to office or oh, we have a project to complete you know project manager you know this that no 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 mischief just mischief have fun to the max so he is stealing makhan chor but he is worship right so in this way everything that krishna does is always good <laughs> All right. Next. Well, we have a I think a lot of questions probably. Wow. I think I need to speed up my answers. Wait a second. What is the time? I do not have a watch. Okay, 8:40. Okay, good. Next question by Suvayan. suvayan sadhukhan hare krishna prabhu ji hare krishna there are many animals possess the capability of regeneration and other modes of asexual reproduction they actually never die there is one species of jellyfish turritopsis dohrin which never dies due to its old age please explain the signs of soul in case of such animals it dies everybody has death just that long and short that's all yeah there are many times of reproduction like 
for example trees there's pollination you know and sometimes from the root itself the grows another tree so there are different kinds of reproduction um and sometimes in fact um you know sometimes uh, the earthworm when it is cut into half and then they become two earthworms there you know both go in this and this direction sometimes so one of the prabhupada's disciple asked him how how does that happen so he said prabhupada just simply said that another soul will enter when the time comes another soul will enter and then two souls so never die means there's no such thing in this world whatever takes birth has to die in fact there is also a saying that um tortoise sometimes tortoise and crow don't die or they have basically long lives in fact even demigods are sometimes called amara in fact indra's city is called amaravati mara means to uh, death amara means no death so amaravati so sometimes demigods are also called amara don't die that means it's not exactly they don't die they have very long life so in fact in the jagannath story you know the jagannath temple so king indradyumna actually constructed um the temple and then he wanted to invite lord brahma for the inauguration ceremony consecration ceremony and he went to brahmaloka and brahma was having some performance there i mean brahma was not performing he was enjoying a performance of some some dance performance depicting the past times of the lord and you know he was watching that and he waited half an hour and uh, after that brahma asked what is that what do you want no i am you know i just have, i just constructed a temple jagannath temple so please come and uh, consecrate you know inaugurate the temple uh, i request you to please come so he said all oh, then uh, <laughs> brahma said you want me to consecrate the temple how long have you been waiting half an hour right he said yes only half an hour well nobody on earth will even remember your name they have far forgotten thousands and thousands of generations have passed nobody even remembers your name anymore the temp- nobody will even know you there i said what yeah you have come this far and, and in my planet the time is far different than on your planet half an hour here pura khandan finished you know in hindi khandan means old dynasty your dynasty is nobody knows your dynasty also forget about you nobody knows your dynasty even so that many thousands and millions of years have passed on earth <gasps> really then he came back and he saw there was no temple also and they dug up and the temple was underground but one crow and one tortoise testified that yes because another king was saying that no the i i am the constructor of this temple so he they said uh, this uh, crow and the tortoise they were witness they witness the only they were the two souls who witnessed king indradumna and they testified in fact that no this person is the one indradumna is the one who constructed this temple and with the with the time the the sand came so much that the entire temple was now underground that was the state of affairs so there are sometimes it is said like that so some people have long lives in fact there is one uh, rishi lomarshamuni lomarshamuni is so old and his lifetime is so long that when one brahma 
he is born and when he dies the universe is destroyed at that time one of the hairs on uh, lomar shumuni's body will fall and when all of the hairs on his body fall then he will die that is the benediction he got so his lifetime is so long that one brahma lives for 311 trillion 40 billion years earth years and after 311 trillion 40 billion earth years one hair will fall of lomar shumuni and then another 311 trillion 40 billion years another hair will fall how many trillion how many zillion gazillions of years <laughs> so so that is you know it is nothing um, uh, astonishing if we know that actually the soul is eternal this long lifetime we think wow 311 40 billion 311 trillion 40 oh this is a huge number are very eternal that number is very small compared to eternity compared to infinity it's very very small 311 40 billion 311 trillion 40 billion years is like a flash in time compared to eternity our so we ourselves are that long that old we are infinitely old so why should we be surprised by the fact that tri- of, of with these numbers of trillions of years so anyway um these animals do have death because brahma bhuvana loka punaravartin arjuna a long life maybe but death everybody has to have that's the law of this material nature and nobody can escape the scientists may not have seen how this that that happens but why should we base our understanding on the scientists understanding they cannot see anything properly so we we take knowledge from shastra okay next question lino clement oh he's from i think south africa Hare Krishna what is the sole purpose in stopping the birth process among devotees What's the meaning I can deduce two meanings from this One meaning is what is the purpose of stopping the birth and death cycle The other thing is stopping the birth process means contraception or celibacy is that what you're talking about like don't marry and then stop I mean against sex or something So I don't know which one you actually mean to ask what is the sole purpose of stopping the birth and well let me answer both in briefly so birth and death process is um i mean why we should suffer if we are, the intelligence means if i am eternal now we learn from bhagavad gita that we are eternal as soul we are eternal we are we are not temporary So if I'm eternal why I have to suffer unnecessarily this temporary body and temporary this this sufferings of birth death always in disease why can't I be situated in that eternal life Like if I'm a fish for example if I'm a water uh, animal supposed to live in the water why I should live on land and suffer are let where is water let me go back there So that is common sense I and mean, that is our home why we should and we came here the reason is because we have gone against the will of krishna we have tried to become a separate enjoyer so that's why we we came here and when we you know rectify that and become his servant then we go back to him and no more birth and death process so that is a, our sole purpose is not to stop the birth and death that is the initial impetus because initially nobody is interested in krishna he is only interested in his own sufferings 
So in the beginning, it is encouraged that yes, we should stop this cycle of birth and death. But one when one becomes actually a pure devotee, he doesn't mind really taking birth again. But as long as he can serve Krishna and his devotees. But of course, such a devotee is always taken back home back to Godhead by Krishna. Um, initially, it is always said that our real aim is to stop this birth and death cycle. And that's how Krishna starts Bhagavad Gita also. He says, you are a body, you are not soul. Uh, death and birth, they should not, they should not uh, agitate you. So, he is trying to address Arjuna's problem first. He did not preach that second chapter that you, you, you know, love me unconditionally. No. Uh, he said, you are a soul, you are not the body. Why are you lamenting on this body? Uh, your lamenting should will stop if you understand that your soul, you are eternal. So, that was the starting point. In the end, like a gopis, you see, they don't mind even going to hell. Narayana parasarve nakutaschana bibhyati darshina. Devotees, they don't mind heaven, hell or whatever. Because they are always absorbed in Krishna. Krishna becomes their focus. In the beginning, my problems are my focus. So, I want to solve my problems. Oh, my problems are birth, death, old age and disease. So, I must stop that. But in the end, one doesn't care really. Because he is only worried about Krishna. Ah. So, here, I'll just take out this. So, you see, 6, 17, 28 of Srimad Bhagavatam. Narayana parasarve nakudasana bibhyati svargapavargana argeshu apitulyartha darshina. Devotees solely engaged in the devotional service of the Supreme Personality of Godhead Narayana never fear any condition of life. For them, the heavenly planets, liberation and the hellish planets are all the same. For such devotees are interested only in the service of the Lord. So that is the birth and death process. Now the other question, if it is taken in another way, then what is the sole purpose in stopping the birth process among devotees? Uh, first of all, contraception is not allowed and family planning should be based on spiritual advancement. That means one can produce as many children as he want, provided he can provide for them materially and spiritually, more importantly spiritually but also materially. Only when he can take responsibility, then he should engage in sex life. So that is the standard of sex life in among devotees. So there is no really control in the birth process. There is a control in the responsibility. Like how much one can... Like Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur, he said, he was a Naishtik Brahmachari. He never married. He was always, you know, he remained a Naishtik Brahmachari. Brahmachari all life. Now, he said, I won't mind marrying and producing hundreds of children. I can do that. But, I can't guarantee that I can make them all devotees. Therefore, I don't want to marry. So, um, that's why they remain celibate. That's not only the reason. Actually, his real thing is that, um, he wanted to dedicate his life to Krishna's service. Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur and he did not want any distractions. And he just wanted to preach. Uh, so, so, celibacy is uh, not possible for all. But, um, that is encouraged. And that's why in Vedic uh, lifestyle, especially for the Dvija, the twice born Brahmanas, they undergo four stages of life. Brahmachari, Grihastha, Vanaprastha and Sanyas. 
Brahmachari means the celibate student life. Grahastha means household life, when he is allowed to get married and have a family. And then after that, Vanaprastha life. He is not supposed to, you know, whole life with the marriage and, you know, celebrate golden jubilee, silver jubilee, diamond jubilee, you know, jubilee jubilee. <laughs> then he will get a googly in the end of life and then he will come back again, birth and death. So, that's not... <laughs> Uh, whole thing is Panchashortham Manam Rajet. At the age of 50, get out of the house. Hitvatma Patham Grahamandhakopam Vanam Gato Yadharimashrayeta. Give up this in family life and go and take shelter of Hari and preach. So that is Vanaprastha. He, you know, retired life from family life. So usually, what husband and wife they go together, there's no sex life, but they go to the places of pilgrimage and you know, they become spiritually more and more. Uh, attuned and finally he leaves the wife with the children and he takes sannyasa, renounced order. So that's when he, you know, cultivates deep study of the scriptures and you know, um, and also sufficiently when he's learned, then he will go and preach. Uh, in this way, one's life is supposed to be molded. So even when one wants to go into family life, still three fourths of the family life is without the association of women, brahmachari, in the student life. And after only Grahastha is allowed, the two with uh, one woman, and then Vanaprastha, the retired life, no sex life, and then Sanyas, no connection with wife at all, and any other woman also. So, three fourths of life is without association of women, intimate association. So, that is uh, what is needed because if we get entangled with this whole process of sex life, then our whole human life is defeated. And for those who can do 100%, uh, they can remain without going into Grihastha Ashram and getting into all the trouble. They just Brahmachari and all the way directly Sanyas they can take. Hmm. So, in this way, one can um, do, you know. But the main thing is, even if one gets married, he has to make sure that his children should be devotees. So, that is explained here. 5-5. Five, five. 18. Gurur nasasyad, svajano nasasyad, pita nasasyad, janani nasasyad, daivam natatsyan, apatishchasasyan, namochayedya samupetam rityum. One who cannot deliver his dependents from the path of repeated birth and death should never become a spiritual master, a father, a husband, a mother, or a worshipable demigod. So, that is the control, not the birth control. We are not into this overpopulation nonsense and, you know, cannot maintain a family planning with, you know, contraceptives. This is not Vedic life at all. This is all sinful life. Any number of children can be produced. No problem. Krishna has enough supply in the world, in the nature, to supply anybody, any number of people. But, if you become godless, then the supplies will be restricted. So, if you become Krishna conscious, there will be no dearth of supplies. And it's not just to have material supplies and that should not be the driving factor. Thing is whether I can spiritually support them or not. Spiritually make them devotees. Hmm. That should be done. Okay. So, next. So, the controlling valve is not in the in the in the birth process the controlling valve is in the spiritual advancement 
if i can make spiritual advancement yeah i can as many okay next question bhakta virendra is that the next question yeah okay uh question parents oppose their children in krishna consciousness but children make their progress in krishna bhakti why do parents oppose their child's spiritual growth so basically uh as we just said that a parent should become a parent only when he can give krishna consciousness to his children so to his dependent now when that when the parents are not themselves educated in this uh, spiritual way of life Yeah. you know nowadays nobody has a guru nobody knows has any direction so the parents have other expectations from their children and when the ch- child somehow comes in contact with the bonafide spiritual master in gaurkeshri prabhupad and understands the value of life and wants to you know dedicate his life to krishna's service out of attachment the fam- the family members uh, you know is difficult for them to give up but you know you can't please everybody right so sometimes there's no choice you know see the thing is krishna has to be always obeyed there are rules yes one must obey one's parents and everything but all such rules culminate in the one do and one don't smartavya satatam vishnor vismartavyo na jatu chit ha huh? to remember krishna always and to never forget him and when one is joining full time in the temple he is learning how to do that so if somebody is opposing that then one has to relinquish the other rule because every other rule should if suppose suppose let's get, let's take the best case scenario like in the case of bhakti siddhant saraswati thakur his father bhakti vinod thakur is a is a great acharya so his father would always support devotional activity so he did not uh, so bhaktisiddhan saraswati thakur obeyed his father always because his father is an acharya a pure devotee of krishna so if that is the case and if the father understands and he should always push the i mean um, uh, train the child to become a devotee and if the child wants to become devotee and he will he can listen to his father and become a nice devotee we are not against listening to the parents no but parents should know their duty first of all their duty is to make their children devotees hmm. so and especially if this child is going to dedicate his life to krishna and spread krishna consciousness are uh, th- what can be a greater uh, blessing than that you see so, so but sometimes they don't understand the blessing they think it's a curse they take blessing for a curse and they take curse for a blessing if the son is married and you know entangled with his wife and you know suffering they think aha my i have no grandchildren and i am happy <laughs> i mean without krishna consciousness family life is suffering honestly i mean let me be, let us be honest let us take all the packaging of maya aside and let's look at the let's look at the naked truth of material nature maya it is suffering if there is no family unit the man doesn't have to work hard day and night to earn his money all this is unnecessary but 
he takes the pain to you know takes the endeavor to uh, provide for his family now it's all worth it if the family is devotees then it's worth it and even if they as they become more serious devotees they can even families can be full time devotees that is also possible but they have to have that faith so but uh, when one is trained in brahmachari life he there is very good chance that even if he goes to grahastha life he will opt for full time grahastha life like full time service you know husband and wife both serving in the preaching mission hmm. so that can be done like sundar gopal prabhu he was preaching here in singapore he was a family man he had you know wife he had son but you know he was preaching he was not like working outside and you know no so that can also be done and we have many other devotees also here in iskm you know husband husband and wife and you know preaching now um, parents oppose their children in krishna consciousness that's the question so if the parents oppose why they should oppose in the first place that's i think that's the question right why do parents oppose they don't understand the goal of life nate vidu swarthagatim vishnum they are blind to the signs of self realization and therefore andhayathandhay rupaniyamanas the blind leading the blind they want to lead other they first of all blind and they want to they want to lead other blind the children also into the you know ditch so i mean with full respect to them we sometimes have to disobey them if that is that is what happens if the parents oppose then what can be done it's not that devotees willingly want to disobey their parents right but the understanding should be from their side also they should also understand that right? he is going for a good cause so let us support him he is not doing something bad he is doing the best thing most auspicious thing in the entire universe why we should not support him that's how the parents should think they should let go of their this and that expectation what is the use of their expectations honestly i mean let let's be on very honest okay the parents want him to become a big lawyer for example okay he became a big lawyer now what he is happy is he happy do they want their child to be happy or suffering and not just happy in this life you know happy eternally if they really love their child they should want him to be always happy so one can only become happy in krishna consciousness there is no other way to become happy and if they think there is any other way that is their illusion so if somebody if their child has gone to krishna consciousness the parents should be most relieved and most uh, joyful their family life has become successful let's see bhagavatam ಸಕುಲಾಮಣಿಕಾಲಿಟೀಸ್ಟೆಡ್ಜಾತ but is not a devotee suppose a brahmana has all brahmanical qualities but he is not devotee of the lord and is averse to the lotus feet of the lord he is certainly lower than a devotee who is a dog eater of course devotee is not a dog eater who comes from a dog eater family 
he is lower than certainly lower not just lower certainly lower than a devotee who is a dog eater but who has dedicated everything mind words activities wealth and life to the supreme lord such a devotee is better than such a brahmana because the devotee can purify his whole family whereas the so called brahmana in a position of false prestige cannot purify even himself now here narsimhadev is saying shri bhagavan vacha trisap trisaptabhir pitaputa pitrabhir sahate nagha yat sadhosya kule jato bhavan vai kulapavanah kulapavanah the purifier of the whole dynasty you see the supreme personality of god had said my dear prahlad O most pure O great saintly person your father has been purified along with 21 forefathers in your family because you were born in this family the entire dynasty has been purified see when a son is like that why the parents should oppose when he is purifying the entire dynasty what is the meaning of the word putra son is called putra in sanskrit punnama narakat trayate iti putra one who saves his father from going to hell pu stands for punnama naraka and tra means trayate one who releases his father from going to hell is a putra and here a devotee narsimhadev is saying uh, the protector of everyone lord narsimhadev is saying that a devotee not only purifies his father from going to hell saves his father but he saves 21 generations and here prabhupad mentions even something else The word three-saptabhe means seven multiplied by three. In one's family, one can count back four or five generations to one great grand, one's great grandfather, or even one's great grandfather's father. But since the Lord mentions twenty-one forefathers, this indicates that the benediction expands to other families also. Before the present family in which one has taken birth, one must have taken, uh, one must have been born in other families in our previous lives. Thus, when a Vaishnava takes birth in a family, by the grace of the Lord, he purifies not only that family. but also the families of his previous births who can do better service to their family than a devotee who has dedicated his life to krishna nobody and this the parents have to understand they have to understand this um of course the children must be sincere and you know taking this taking to this krishna consciousness but parents also have to understand this this is you know this is uh, something which everybody needs to understand how to actually conduct family affairs they have produced children but they don't know how to what to do with them they want them to be entangled as they are entangled huh they are suffering they want the child also to become the same thing suffering why when he is becoming happy why are why you are do you have a problem this is my question so there has to be some education they have to understand therefore our vedic culture is lost nowadays hmm? they don't understand what is the meaning of parenthood cats and dogs also can produce children what is the use of producing just like cats and dogs without any spiritual advancement human being family means this kulapavana entire dynasty has to be purified and only just by surrendering to krishna the whole thing can be automatically done so why they should go against when there is every advantage for them this has to be considered 
ओके नेक्स्ट क्वेश्चन धीरदास Hare Krishna Prabhu ji please accept my humble obeisances a bit personal question do answer if you are willing to can you please explain to us your transition from being a college student and afterward becoming a full time monk and how you were able to cut the family bonds and attachments what are the complications you faced from your family side they must had definitely opposed this decision and might have done several attempts to stop you from doing this as you've already gone through all of this and soon in future i will go for the same <laughs> so can you please guide me in the subject matter well i think i have explained about my life couple of times here and there um i don't know who will be interested first of all but to tell very briefly so i was about 16 years old no 17 years old when i first got the book I was in my college junior college in Hyderabad and uh, it was at the end of my college that day everybody already went all the students went out and I was just waiting for my friend uh, as he went to the office to pay the fees for his that year and I was just waiting if I did not if that did not happen if my friend did not um, go and pay the fees I would not have waited when we both would have also gone and I would have missed the entire chance and krishna's arrangement very thankful for that but so um, i so one brahmachari uh, is con devotee so he was uh, doing book distribution and he was going college to college and that was i think the last college for the day for him mm, and he he you know opened uh, his bag and then showed some books you know these are some books i have wanted to take the bhagavad gita i said um, so i i mean little back and forth because i did not have any money i, I my father <laughs> never gave us any pocket money which i actually appreciate because otherwise you know unnecessarily spending here and there is not good so anyway we, we never had pocket money almost so i didn't have any money on me and um, he, i said can you come back tomorrow i will ask my father money and then i will get back and i will purchase this book first i was reluctant to purchase the book because i don't have money and also will i read or not you know i was thinking i did not know what bhagavad gita actually was i mean i heard the book name but i thought it's some kind of religious book and would i be even interested because i was a more of a science student and so uh, he said no all the questions will be answered in this book i said okay i do have a lot of questions about existence about universe and everything i was learning physics mathematics to understand these things the laws of the universe and everything and some you know kung fu on the side zen meditation or whatever i was just trying to explore all kind of things that might take me to a higher dimension so okay so since i have a question uh, i have many questions okay I'll, i said i'll take so he said maybe you can ask some of your friends you know i said yeah actually my friend has some money but he's already paying the fees uh, nothing will be left then i got the idea that okay let me go um, ask some lecturer first so i found my sanskrit lecturer and i was always a very naughty student in his class so when i go, went to him and said um, <laughs> sir i want some um, 
uh, I think I think it was 150 rupees I remember and that I I bought the small pocket one the bigger one was I think 225 or something and the smaller one was 150 and anyway I did not have him I went the cheaper option um because I wanted to save money <laughs> so anyway I did not have any money so I did not want to borrow so much also so I went for the 150 so I asked him sir do you have 150 dollars I need to buy bhagavad gita are you buying bhagavad gita you okay very good very good they <laughs> gave me <laughs> but i was always never interested in sanskrit because first of all the lecture was a little bit funny in his mannerism so i used to laugh at him and you know make some fun in the class and also i was never interested in the subject just for passing the marks i used to get 98 99% you know sometimes 100% marks but it was all just out of uh, rote memory nothing no understand so anyway i bought it and i started reading it and it was very and of course next day i paid him back i asked my father and then so i started reading it so two months into reading it i was glued to the book i was glued. not only not even two months i think one week i see at that time i was reading novels anyway i used to read um, uh, what is that sherlock holmes stories hardy boys and other novels you know so anyway i was reading them so i just took it like that you know another book so whenever the uh, bus rides you know from home to school so i used to read and even at home i used to read any if i have a book to read i will just be absorbed any book if i am interested so i was just reading the whole book and i was very interested when i came to second chapter i was like wow very scientific description of the soul and you know everything so it, it got my attention and then i was reading and reading i think within 3 or 4 months i finished one round of it i finished one reading of the bhagavad gita and then uh, exams happened and then everybody was writing engineering college exams and this is uh, mset that was a state level exam and the ai triple e and then the iit and everybody was writing so many exams and you know planning for different colleges and everything i was like i don't know what to do with my life i mean i i had no such career plans i hated studying for a career i always wanted to study as a scientist like research not really in, to find a job to you know to earn money was not my intention i always wanted to study to learn actually what is the truth so um i didn't know what to do i just wrote some exams because my friends were writing them i got decent marks but then um, iit i did not even attempt i didn't i never trained for anything i had to forget it so uh, anyway then suddenly krishna's arrangement i got an invitation from singapore some college uh, you know here you know was conducting some interviews and some entrance exams in hyderabad and i don't know i did not apply for it it just came to my house i don't know how it came um it was purely krishna's arrangement and i think maybe they sourced it from the colleges and then maybe selected students they give i don't know how it came so anyway i i took the opportunity and i went for the exam and went for the interview i passed both of them and that time i was thinking wow this is super good because you know anyway that's i still had effect, uh, attraction for learning kung fu martial arts and i wanted to go to china to become a martial arts expert in the shaolin temple in fact i asked my father once can i go there and he said no sir shut up and study i said okay <laughs> so i studied and um 
when singapore thing came i said wow from singapore i can go to china okay this is good krishna is arranging everything for me so then um, my father also agreed yeah you go to singapore good good prospects then you can you know become something you know from there he had another idea you know that i would become some big time i don't know what but um, engineering in engineering field or something like that and i came here i didn't find any temple here at the time the time the internet was very early early days because 2004 like some of you may not even be born some of the younger ones so 2004 at that time internet was the temple did not even have a website and <clears throat> google and all this was brand new youtube brand new and so um for one year i didn't know i just joined kung fu school, kung fu classes in my college and everything like that and then after one year i found a temple wow i was so ecstatic wow there's a temple here but then i did not pay much attention i was with my friends actually i was walking and i saw the temple and then my friends hey come i just i just stopped there and looked at it and i wanted to go inside my, my friend said hey, let's go let's go we need to go okay i just went and then after about few months i again somebody else actually took me to the temple that's another long story but so i started coming to the temple here and that time the temple was not located at this exact location another location so i used to attend the classes sunday classes saturday classes and then even on weekdays after college i used to come and you know chant in the temple have prasadam especially prasadam drew me into the temple and i bought books every week i buy two three books i finish them during the week and next week and i come and buy a, a few more books in this way i used to save up money and buy books of course the money i did not earn the money my father gave so i just used it like that and then in this way i bought all the books and i was uh, chanting 16 rounds and all that and then sundagopal prabhu i started coming in 2005 august and 2005 december sundagopal prabhu his wife just passed away in november so i saw his wife actually in the, when i first came for a few months i saw his wife he was still in white grihastha and um, in december when i came that time his wife was already no more i went to india for a semester holidays and then i came back wife no more and then he asked me to stay in the temple why don't you stay in the temple and go to college i said okay good so next day i moved in and um, i took all my packed my bags and came and i did not even inform my parents in the first place because i didn't i didn't want to give them a shock or something like that at the same time i want to happily pursue spiritual life as well so i was attending classes every day evening we used to have bhagavad gita classes and it was very very enriching and we used to go out for book distribution as well so all these things were happening and then for one and a half years i continued like that studying and staying in the temple ashram and after my exams my last exam i remember february 20th if i'm not wrong february 17th probably somewhere on there my last exam 2007 so my I, i finished my exam came back to the temple and i called my mother so would you get a heart attack if i take saffron colored cloth and become a brahmachari this was my first question in the call she said no actually you know what i was expecting i said what you were expecting <laughs> yeah she said actually in uh, some uh, some astrologer you know in horoscope you know in, when you were younger he said in your youth you will pursue a spiritual path you know so oh, good 
so you are okay with it i said she said oh yeah i'm completely fine in fact she said in fact if you can stay like this brahmachari whole life that is the best that's the best i will tell you i say what amma you are the best <laughs> i told her this is the best thing i was worrying i told her i was worrying how can i convince you now and i was not so much worried about whether they will allow me or not I, that was past it was past it whether they allowed me or not i was i decided to go so it was just like now how to convince them so so she was convinced by krishna's mercy and she said you take blessings from your father also i knew it was that would be a little more tough <laughs> to convince him and the way we were brought up we always had this kind of a respect and kind of a fear to approach our father so it was always a little complicated if i have to tell explain these things to my father because i would get some serious thrashing <laughs> so i mean he was i mean always protective uh, just that you know he did not understand this this, this whole uh, knowledge right so he would be he would not be encouraging me so i decided not to tell him i just continue let me live my life anyway my father did not know whether i was still studying or whether i finished my studies or whether i'm working or whether i'm what am i doing i he did not know and he did not even ask me also he never usually bothers much he just as long as you're fine it's okay you know if you want anything you ask otherwise just so uh, that happened so <laughs> at the end of 2007 though there was a pilgrimage that at those days every year we used to have a pilgrimage once a year in november december time so in november we decided to go to india and we decided to take uh, across the east india like jagannath mayapur jagannath puri and down south and also hyderabad and we wanted to sunugopal prabhu said let's meet your parents also and let all the devotees go so if you go alone you know sometimes you can be convinced the other way and you know <laughs> in my mind i was strong i, I did not want to be uh, convinced any other way but still protection of devotees is very um useful you know very essential actually sometimes you don't know how to navigate things and in the presence of devotees it is much different the mood is different so we all went we, we it was about a band of i think 15 devotees we all went and my father nicely received everybody in fact he he made sure that you know everything is um, you know cooked nicely and everything you know my mother also was kind of already started chanting and everything and she offered and so he served but internally he was feeling this thing that are my son has what has become of him <laughs> i could see it in his face and even when i first you know uh, went to the house and said um, you know he, the, when he saw me he said oh in fact just before we went because he would get a shock if he sees me just like saffron cloth right so i told my brother to tell him uh, you know tell him that i have actually joined this and he got a shock of his life actually and he was quite shocked but then he was trying to digest it and then few days later i i came to came home and then i said then he said good morning i said yeah good morning i said hari krishna then he looked at me from top to bottom <laughs> so so it happened and um, so anyway he took care of the i mean he he hosted all the devotees that was actually nice to see and um, but yeah he had this feeling that you know he's like so anyway he didn't the good thing is he never really shouted at me why did you go into this this and he had those feelings but he never really stopped me from doing what i was doing 
although he had those feelings within himself and that was also helpful and uh, so i have heard devotees other devotees story where it was much more violent in their cases the father and mother like you know the mother <laughs> on the road in front of the temple you know, stopping all the traffic and say my child has gone my child is gone and then the father was giving i mean bringing some gundas and all that i heard all the stories and the gundas beat the son up and the blood was all over the face and the whole head was bleeding that all thing never happened in my case so it was far more peaceful and just a little bit tension here and there and um, after that um slowly my mother and sister and my other brother they also came into this they also started chanting reading books and all that while i was here i was trying to guide them on the phone and uh, then they also became serious my mother became very serious my sister became very serious in fact she stopped her school and just became a devotee and uh, then my brother uh, he <laughs> that's another interesting story but anyway i'll cut it short basically i brought him here also singapore and my mother actually was pushing for it <laughs> so she said i would like if my you know all my sons become nice devotees so i said okay let me try so i talked to him and then he said wow okay i will come and join you as a brahmachari so what wow okay so then again my father was one who prepared all the passport and everything um and he sent him here he was a little sad actually my father because he thought maybe because he is coming here he will he will also be convinced into this kind of path or something he kind of knew it so that sadness was there a little bit but anyway anyway he came here and then he became a brahmachari and he became trained up here he became actually the best best, best book distributor in singapore my brother rajakishore prabhu yeah, from philippines and now in philippines so he was brahmachari for like a good 8 uh, years before he got married in 2015 So anyway, I was here and pretty much after that it was kind of, you know, full on life here and my parents, you know, got used to it and not my father especially not agreeable to it but he did not disturb me. That much I have to give him credit. And I also give him credit to the way he brought us up. Um we were principled and everything. Um so that was helpful also in me taking up this Krishna consciousness and uh, Yeah so after that it was all here and now we are here and my brother is in Philippines you know he had to because he's anyway that's another long story but he moved to Philippines and now he's preaching there in this way the whole thing happened so that's how it happened so anyway everyone's story is not the same uh, everyone has to navigate differently but if you become serious devotee then krishna will help that's the thing sometimes the parents agree sometimes they disagree sometimes one of them agrees some one of them disagrees you know but if we are sincere krishna will make all arrangements <laughs> virendra prabhu is saying that we prabhu autobiography autobiography well i'm sorry for such a long story next but good that you are uh, dhiradas dhira prabhu you are good that you are thinking about joining full time because this is actual mission of human life we need to paropakar we need to help so many souls right and we have to help ourselves first of all <laughs> so yeah it's good next uh this is from actually one of the youtube comment 
on one of our videos but we just i just included it in the amam session because otherwise i wouldn't get chance to reply to all these comments so i kind of um, take this opportunity to answer these as well what is the time what's the time oh 9:30 i'm sorry this is like going so late okay anu amanchi namaste prabhu ji uh so will krishna protect his devotees from miseries or the devotee should bear the misery of material world he will protect he will protect and the devotees also get strength to bear the miseries of in fact their life will not will not become miserable klesha agni one of the six aspects in fact the first aspect of devotional service is klesha agni this is the effect of devotional service that miseries will run away from you because the misery happens because of our attachment it's not because of anything else like if my house gets burnt i will be in far more pain than another person's home gets burnt right we feel bad for that person but not as bad as when we get it ourselves right so why is the same event here or there house burnt house burnt but i will you know feel more pain because of my attachment to this house so attachment is what causes misery and because the devotee becomes progressively detached from materialistic life bodily concept of life he progressively becomes free from misery and even in the gurunaapi vicharyate even in the greatest trials and tribulations seemingly he will not shake he will not flinch even so the perfect example is other pandavas they went through everything in fact bhishma dev said you should have perished from the miseries you undergone you know he said it has been so much anyayam you know so much injustice that you have gone through that you shouldn't have even survived let me show you this 1912 of bhagavatam aho kashtam aho anyayam yadyoyam dharmanandanah jeevitum narhatha klishtam ब्राह्मणिंग their faith in krishna only increased every single moment so krishna will remove and by the action of devotional service itself one progressively see devotional as one advances in devotional so what are the symptoms of advancement in devotional service bhakti pareshanubhava virakti devotion to krishna pareshanubhava uh, realizations in krishna consciousness experience in direct experiences of uh, krishna and virakti <clears throat> virakta means a distaste for materialistic life and a detachment from bodily concept of life this happens with knowledge and practice and realization so as one progressively uh, you know advances so he automatically you know uh, like distances himself from the events that happen around him uh, he is not too much involved and you know whatever happens happens but he is focused in his krishna consciousness that is what his focus is on he doesn't care whether this goes bad that goes bad or this like shri prabhupada he his his business he was cheated his managers stole his own entire business 
but then when he received that he he just looked at the letter he was notified of this thing happened his friend you know wrote to, wrote to him and he saw the letter and he, and he smiled wow krishna took my attachment away you see no misery same event if a person you know completely controlled by the modes of passion and ignorance if he receives he will go to pub drink to the max live on the street you know but prabhupada what he did he did not feel any misery because okay krishna has taken away my attachment see just because of the devotional service it gives us so much spiritual strength that we can easily pass over all these miserable conditions okay i'll try to be as brief because this is my problem i'm very long winded okay wow this is a big question but i need to make a separate video on this this is the question this is also from a youtube comment satyajit ganguli this is actually i have to make a separate video on this hari krishna prabhuji dhanyavad pranam dhanyavad pranam all glories to shri prabhupad i want to clear i want to clear my doubts regarding bhaktivedanta narayan goswami maharaj some people give him very much importance uh, so and also was he from gaudiya math narayan maharaj was um, is the disciple of keshav bhakti pragnana keshav maharaj who was a sanyas guru of shri prabhupad but was a god brother of prabhupad but sanyas guru um well about him briefly only i will tell now because we don't have much time but maybe i'll make a separate video with full references the thing is he very cleverly usurped many of shri prabhupad's disciples he on the surface he used to talk like he's in support of prabhupad but actually his mission is to be little prabhupad in fact he won't call prabhupad prabhupad he says swami ji that is first of all you know um uh, what to say disrespect and uh, it's an it's an insult first of all swami maharaj he will call him swami maharaj instead of prabhupad he calls him swami maharaj that is one next is he always tries to for example there is a video which is youtube you can find you know that um, 932 what is that Uh, where it is said that women are of uh, lower birth and he says no 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 that's not lower birth. he he says no that is not correct prabhupad was not correct right sanskrit is there what are you saying and he said no comma should be there anyway i'll make a separate video explaining what he was saying and how it is wrong and then he reinitiated he reinitiated many of shri prabhupad's disciples and the reinitiation is a big offense hmm. and he always tried to be little prabhupad um but he would try to do it subtly in the, in, the, in the, on the face he will say like oh i'm supporting but actually his his agenda was totally different so anyway uh, that is that requires more attention but for you don't have anything to do with narayan maharaj if you want your spiritual life to grow properly stick with shri prabhupad and he will also narayan maharaj also used to talk about big big radha krishna prem and all these things and uh, you know many things you know so many details are there i'll cover another video but in brief don't have to do anything with him you stick to shri prabhupada and his devotees that's it no no going here and there okay <clears throat> he was from gaudiamat but then he started his own thing next question
some Vaishnava Das is asking about Ritvik system and ISKCON. Well, yeah, I think it was already answered in the comment section. He says, I have very much respect for you and ISKCON too. Because because of them, I came to Krishna consciousness. Actually, honestly, I also came because of ISKCON devotees. He distributed one Brahmacharya distributed books and I came. We don't deny that. But if I go there, I will be trained to become something that Srila Prabhupada asked us not to do. I will be made into a disciple of some other guru which Srila Prabhupada never authorized. So anyway, that Ritvik system um, series we have done to fully answer your questions. Completely all questions will be answered there. I think that link was shared with you in the comments. I see that. Um, so you can actually watch that. It's it's 15 hours of content. Three vi- uh, Five videos of three hours each. So it's a lot of... Uh, mm, depth I went into without blaspheming anybody. It's not about saying that he is bad, he is this, anything. We're putting all their misbehavior, all whatever their personal thing aside, just the the, the philosophical presentation of the Ritvik system and what Shri Prabhupada wanted. With an open mind, you watch those series and see, uh, you come to your own decision, right? Next question by Vijay Sharma Prabhu from UK. In the Hare Krishna Mantra, Hare is addressing Radharani. Krishna is Krishna. Who is represented by Rama? So, Rama is Balaram. Balaram. And Krishna's another name is also Rama. Because he is Atma Rama. He is always self-satisfied. So, the reservoir of pleasure. So, some, some uh, especially uh, Sri Vaishnavas and other, they consider even others also. They, Rama means uh, Rama means the thing uh, Ramachandra. Ramachandra. There's no difference Ramachandra and Balaram. But Sri Prabhupada says especially it refers to Balaram, who gives us the spiritual strength, and who's a reservoir of pleasure. Uh, so that is what Rama means. And Krishna is Krishna. Radharani Hari means Radharani. So next question. Rishikesh Dubey. Hare Krishna Ram Ram Sarji. Since I was 14 years old, I have pornography addiction. I am a college student right now. Since my loneliness made me into being a hardcore addict in such a way that I used to wake up in midnight and watch porn and relapse, then sleep again these days. Sleep again these days. Please help. Gee. Mostly pornography made me a gay. I used to be I used to do some job. But even though I feel very difficult to get to rid of, I have no friends and I don't like my parents too. How to overcome this? This is the problem with today's youth. Very, very misled. This is... Wow. So this... Uh, what can I say? I mean, you have to... The only remedy is to associate with devotees and... Chant Hare Krishna Mantra, this is, I mean, pornography, where it will take you? 
in fact it is said that when you see a naked body your doshas all become imbalanced the whole dosha the whole you know um kapha uh, vata and pitta everything becomes disorderly so this is not i mean how can you do that you should not i mean you have to read prabhupada's books now you i mean this is the only method there's no other thing there's no better better method than this you have to chant hari krishna read prabhupada's books and if you know uh, if this is what and this is i mean internet is getting you to cut off your internet but i guess the better way is to have a higher taste this is a very see you already know it's a bad thing but still you're addicted so you have to have a higher taste higher quality of life otherwise you will fall to these lower platforms very very low platform yamuna acharya is saying i spitted the thought of a sex life with women and then you you know how can you know one watch pornography like that so uh you have to get out of this this is very bad so you have to chant hari krishna eat krishna prasadam cook yourself and watch the prabhupad's videos hear his lectures read his books associate with devotees if you cannot physically associate like these in the classes attend all the classes okay attend all the classes online at least and then keep yourself in krishna consciousness the more and more you hear about krishna it will uh, relieve us from all this contamination shrinvatam sukatha krishna punya shravana kirtana hrdyantasthohi abhadrani vidhunoti suhritsatam you have to be strict with yourself you you can't say that oh i'm have this problem what what to, what to do stop it just stop it and replace it with krishna that's it you see shri krishna the personality of godhead who is the paramatma super soul and everyone's oh sorry i'm putting this question here so 1217 of bhagavatam shri krishna the personality of godhead who is the paramatma super soul in everyone's heart and the benefactor of the truthful devotee cleanses desire for material enjoyment from the heart of the devotee who has developed the urge to hear his messages which are in themselves virtuous when properly heard and chanted so you see you have to hear about the topics of krishna and not from anybody and everybody hear from shri prabhupad and his authorized devotees so to make it very clear for you read prabhupad's books if you don't know we can share a link in the comment i will share it's um you can find all of shri prabhupada's books here i'll just write the link okay i have pasted the link there i think you should see in a second there it is prabhupada.io/books everything is here so you can read from there you can purchase a book if you want uh if internet is too much of a distraction for you you can purchase a physical book in the nearest iskon temple wherever you are and start reading start reading there are also uh, ebooks if you go to uh, um what is that website called krishna I forgot the website anyway there are ebooks also anyway i think you you whatever is convenient in fact i think bg resources right i did a i did a link where you can access this bhagavad gita i mean books of prabhupad in any format you want i'll just paste that here 
yeah this is another link i have just pasted there uh, i hope yeah there you see it so bg's resources so you can actually access i mean all prabhupada's books in various formats audio format you know ebook format physical format app format whatever format you want okay so engage your time in this and try to engage in some service ask the devotees what can you do <coughs> and um, devotees can give you some service even that you can do virtually okay so concentrate on this first so don't hear from here and there prabhupads and our iskm lectures and everything please watch them and just just do this don't do anything else don't do anything else otherwise your mind will just uh, don't listen to your mind your mind is your greatest enemy this mind has kept you in this material world for trillions of years billions and trillions and trillions of years how long you want to listen to your mind still don't listen to him just just ask the mind to shut up and then hear what krishna has to say hear what the devotees have to say hear what the vashil prabhupada is saying and when you are hearing when you hear more and more then your mind becomes cleansed and then you will spit at the very thought yamanacharya was enjoying with girls he was a king royal opulence girls were you know whenever he wants girls were there and he was not just watching he was actually doing it with them and now he he said this you see what he says yadavadhi mama chetaha कृष्णपादारविंदे नवनवरसधामुद्यतमंतुमासीत तदवधिबतनारी संगमे स्मती मुख विकार सुष्ठु निष्ठीवन चिंस मै मैंड हेज बीन एंगेज इन द सर्विस ऑफ द लोटस फीट ऑफ लॉर्ड कृष्णा एंड आई हेव बीन एंजॉइंग एन एवर न्यू ट्रांसेंडेंटल ह्यूमर वेनेवर आई थिंक ऑफ सेक्स लाइफ विद अ वुमन माई फेस एट वन टर्न्स फ्रॉम इट एंड आई स्पीट एट द थॉट so he was actually enjoying his first half of his half of his life was full of these enjoyments and then the next half of his life he became a great devotee and this is what he's saying when those thoughts come i spitted those thoughts absolutely disgusting so that higher taste of life you must get for that you have to uh, do some cold turkey absolutely no watching nonsense just watch prabhupad and read his books attend the our iskm lectures you attend the full lecture Where two hours, three hours, whatever it is, sit down there, and then your mind, your heart will become purified, and you'll come out of this homosexual and all this, this porn addiction and everything. This is the only medicine. Bhavau shadha chrotra bham mano bhiramat. This is the only medicine for everything. Shravanam and kirtanam. Okay. Of course, if you can associate with devotees, that will be much better. But what to do? You are somewhere. I don't know where you are, but hopefully you can take this advice and. you will become first class i'm telling you if you follow this you will become first class whatever you are whatever you are you will completely become a nice devotee okay next question vijay sharma hmm this is a question that is interesting when we complete a round of chanting should we chant the panchatattva mantra after completing each round or 
only at the beginning and end of the chanting session and should we hold krishna bead while chanting the panchatattva mantra panchatattva mantra you don't have to hold the krishna's bead you just um, before you start your chanting you chant the panchatattva mantra well in the beginning i was chanting uh, in the beginning of each round then sundukopal put uh, showed me because prabhupad's chanting uh, audio is there right two two different audios one is 36 minutes one is 30 minutes so he showed you see does sri prabhupad stop anywhere to say jay sri krishna chaitanya prabhu nityananda he doesn't so that's what we should follow and therefore in the in the beginning of the chanting session we chant the jay sri krishna chaitanya in fact what i do is i chant namo vishnu pada krishna prishtha bhutale shrimati bhakti vedanta swami nitnamane namaste saraswati deve gauravani pracharane nirvishesha sunnivadi paschata deshtarane jay shri krishna chaitanya prabhu nityananda shri advaita gadadhar shri vasadi gaur bhakta vrinda and then i start hari krishna because of course with shri prabhu's mercy only we got this hari naam and everything right so seeking his mercy seeking panchatattva's mercy because what can we have panchatattva's mercy if we don't even have prabhu's mercy so panchatva if you want to satisfy chaitanya mahaprabhu you chant 64 rounds because chaitanya mahaprabhu said lakshapati house only will eat you know 64 rounds you chant then chaitanya mahaprabhu will eat in your house so we are not chanting that prabhupad by prabhupad mercy by 16 rounds you are <laughs> we are uh, <laughs> given some admission into spiritual life so prabhupad mantra jay shri krishna chaitanya and then start hari krishna so and then at the end of the session also i usually say Yeah, I think I don't know there is any stipulation, but I just always say again at the end of the session. But um, there is no injunction that, and by Prabhupada's own example, he doesn't do it at a, at the end of every round, at the start of every round. So by that, uh, I would say no need. Actually, Shri Prabhupada said the Panchatattva Mantra is even more powerful than Hare Krishna Mantra because there are ten offenses to be avoided while chanting Hare Krishna Mantra, but there are no offenses while chanting. panchatattva mantra that is explained in chaitanya charitamrita also eighth chapter of adilila 15 16th verses so um but still we have to chant only hari krishna mantra because that is the order of chaitanya mahaprabhu we should not do whatever it is whatever is uh, good for us or what we should follow the order of chaitanya mahaprabhu so although panchatattva mantra is more powerful than hari krishna mantra because chaitanya mahaprabhu they don't even consider any offenses mm, they just freely bestow mercy so it is more powerful but to serve chaitanya mahaprabhu means to follow his instruction his instruction was to chant hari krishna mahamantra and therefore we have to chant the hari krishna mahamantra and um, seek his mercy in the beginning and then chant the hari krishna mahamantra that should be the process that's how i learned from um sundagopal prabhu ओंकार तवारे क्वेश्चन इज हरे कृष्णा प्लीज स्पीक अबाउट टेन थाउजेंड गोल्डन पीरियड विल आवर मोमेंट इंक्रीज सो फॉर दोज डू नॉट नो ही स्पीकिंग अबाउट द टेन थाउजेंड इयर्स विंडो व्हिच इज कॉल्ड द गोल्डन पीरियड ऑफ कलयुग ही इज आस्किंग वेदर आवर हरे कृष्णा मूवमेंट विल एक्सपैंड So the golden period is from the advent of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. 
so we have already 5000 i mean 535 years past that so only 9 9465 years left in the golden period first of all um will the hari krishna movement increase yes it will increase in fact it will become the predominant religion in the world in fact bhaktivedanta thakur also said that when will that day come when the sankirtan movement will be known as the um consummation of all religious practices of all religions in the world so if it is in the within the vision of bhaktivinoda thakur it will come into reality and chaitanya mahaprabhu's prediction also prithvitaach jata nagradi gram in every town and village his name will be chanted that means it will happen there is nothing that will stop the will of the lord or his pure devotee so it is going to happen um yeah but do you want to wait for that to see i mean to see all of that <laughs> well we don't know where we will be you know so better we finish it here anyway that's you know that's in krishna's hands we can't do anything about it i mean we are we have this window window of 10000 years maybe there but our window is this much like i don't know how many years we have days or minutes or seconds we don't know how long we have in this world so we have to make full use of that so let's focus on that what about this 10000 year golden period or you know what how the parampara is going to be continued or whatever that is krishna's job not ours is beyond our control anyway so we should do what we can do and that is to chant hari krishna properly and associate with devotees read prabhupada's books take krishna prasadam engage in service preach krishna consciousness distribute books absorbed in krishna so then we can go back that's what we should be doing all right next question i think omkar tawari has also asked will all non devotees go to go to hell well non devotees will always go to hell so our thing is we don't want them to go to hell that is a devotee's mindset that why do you want to see them in hell why you are very you you said is or what <laughs> vaishnav means paradukha dukhi he is ha- unhappy when, when he sees others unhappy so that's why a devotee preaches he preaches because he doesn't want to see anybody going to hell so we should have the compassion will the non devotee go to hell well we don't want them to go to hell so we should try all our best to save them from going to hell save ourselves from going to hell and save them also that's why this book distribution chanting krishna prasadam distribution all these things are very important devotee should engage in these welfare activities sarvabhuta hiteratah yesterday we were talking about that in the bhagavad gita class 5.25 sarvabhuta hiteratah we should always work for the benefit of everybody and that is to spread the krishna consciousness movement so that is the devotee's um desire okay next question i don't know how many questions i can take i can go on but i don't know whether you all can stay up that late i'm very sorry for that because it's it's fewer and far between these amam sessions so i think a lot of devotees have a lot of questions all right so meg vinyasa is asking 
Hare Krishna Prabhuji a devotee told me that if we don't chant Hare Krishna mantra 16 rounds we are not considered qualified to read Gita and we are not qualified enough to understand not to receive the mercy of the holy messages so he said people who don't chant is demonic and can't read Gita is that so it's not exactly like this first Shri Prabhupada said those who don't chant Hare Krishna they are animal they are not on the human platform yet but the thing is you can start reading Gita I started reading Gita without chanting See, the thing is, when we are doing book distribution, are we giving them Japmal also? No, we are giving books. And they will read one line, two lines, and that hearing from pure devotee will help. And then they will get some faith. You should have some faith to do this, no? If I am not doing 16 rounds, that means I am, I don't have the faith enough. My faith is not enough in this process. Therefore, I am not committing to it. And therefore, uh, to increase that faith, we have to hear from the pure devotee. That is necessary. And it all starts with hearing first. Hmm. So when Prabhupada was giving the lectures on Bhagavad Gita in the in America in the early days in 1966, with all the hippies all in the room, they were not chanting Hare Krishna 16 rounds, but they were hearing. So there is no such thing that we are not qualified. Nobody is qualified. It's, by reading Gita, we become qualified. What qualification you need to read Gita? No. Striya Vaisha Stata Shudra Stepiyanti Paramgatim. Huh? You see, Mahabharat is Bhagavad Gita is part of Mahabharat, and Mahabharat is written for people who are not spiritually advanced. <coughs> Srimad Bhagavatam 1425. Stri Shudradvija Bandhunam. Trayina Shruti Gochara Karma Shreyas Mudhanam Shreya Evam Bhavediha Iti Bharata Makhyanam Kripayamunina Kritam Out of compassion, the great sage thought it wise that this would enable men to achieve the ultimate goal of life. Thus he compiled the great historical narration called the Mahabharat for women, laborers and the friends of the twice born. It means those who are not very advanced spiritually for them. And we are all, we come under the category. Kalau Sudra Sambhava, everybody in Kaliuga Sudra. It is meant for the Bhagavad Gita is you can read without chanting, but ultimately you should come to the point of chanting. Or if you are reading Bhagavad Gita and still not chanting, why you are not chanting? That I have to ask. But it is not that one who does not chant, he cannot read. Of course, he is reading, his understanding will develop far more when he chants. That is there, definitely. But it's not that unless you chant, you cannot read Bhagavad Gita. That is no. No. So unless we hear, then how we will get the inspiration to chant the whole idea is that and once we chant then we'll get the understanding of what we hear and then it will inspire us to hear more and then that it, it's it's reciprocal um, you know inc- reciprocally they both increase hearing and chanting and engagement in services everything follows okay next bhakta virendra The three kleshas, adhi daivik, adhyatmik, adhi bhautik, are punishment given by Maya to jivas. Those jivas who perform bhakti or surrender to Krishna, for them the punishment given by Maya is not that strong as Maya is agency of Krishna and material universe. You are explaining or asking question? You have already explained, right? So no need to answer. Hare Krishna. I think that was the shortest answer. (laughs) 
So yeah, it is correct. Mm. For devotees, it will not be great. The punishment is not. In fact, it's not punishment. It looks like punishment. Mm. But it is only to strengthen the devo- strengthen the devotion of the devotee. Some seeming trials are sometimes put before the devotee to only enhance the love of the devotee for Krishna. It's not exactly a difficulty. Next question. Bhakta Virendra again. Golok Dham. Oh, you're always into Golok Dham. If Golok Dham is Chintamani Dham, where all the trees, Kalpavriksha, Sand, Chintamani are all wish-fulfilling, cows are wish-fulfilling, Kamadhenu or Surabhi, then why the ever-liberated souls or devotees don't fulfill their own desires but serve Lord Krishna? I'm trying to understand the question. All of them are wish-fulfilling. And why the ever-liberated souls don't fulfill their own desires but serve Lord Krishna? What? You know, wish-fulfilling means what, you know? What are the wishes of... Okay, what, what are the wishes of uh, liberated souls? Their wish is how they can uh, serve Krishna in various ways. So, what is their own desire? Their desire is to serve Krishna in the spiritual world. So, if the devotees want something, they will ask the desire tree, please give me this, I want to serve Krishna with this. Okay? I want to serve him laddus, please, tree, give me laddus. The tree will give laddus and you will serve Krishna. You know, that is wish-fulfilling trees. Not that they fulfill their own wishes. What are their own wishes? They want their family, you know, uh, some, what is it? No family is there, right? Family is Krishna's family there. Uh, so, their the wishes is to serve Krishna and then the, the trees, everybody cooperate. That's it. What kind of questions are this? <laughs> okay. Question by Shivani. Hare Krishna Prabhu, may I ask a question? Of course you can ask, it is AMA session, ask me anything. Whenever we do fruits offering to Krishna at home, what if we cannot get Tulasi leaf for the offering? Please explain, thank you Prabhu. So you offer with mind what to do, but why don't you, why can't you get Tulasi leaf? Try to arrange for Tulasi leaf to be there. Maybe you can ask your parents to buy or something like that or you know, have a Tulsi plant in your home. Something like that, you should have Tulsi. I mean, if you are in a place where there is absolutely nothing, then that's a different thing. Then you can chant by mantra and offer. But I think you can get. If it is a little bit effort, you can get. I think so. Try to try your best. Okay? Hare Krishna. Mm. All these, you know, in exams, there are questions which are like multiple choice questions, simple or sometimes it's one line, one word answers and some are essays. These questions I am examined, you know, it's like an exam for me and I have to, I have to write essays here. You see this? Ayapa is asking about Ayapa. Bhakta Ayapa is saying, Hare Krishna Dhanavad Pranam, Jai Shri Prabhupada. Prabhu, can you share detailed views about Ayapa and Sabarimala temple? I would like to hear from you. 
I think you already done a big research about Ayappa the other day. I think in our WhatsApp group we were sharing many things about Ayappa. <laughs> anyway, I don't see that in the Vedic literature, Ayappa name at all. So, I don't want to say much about it because they say first of all he's a son of uh, Shiva and Krishna. When Krishna, you know, came in Mohini Rupa. But there is no such description in the Bhagavatam because Bhagavatam also has the description of Mohini, Rupa and Shiva. But there is no information that, that they actually copulated or something. Mm, so that is not correct in the first place. Unless somebody can show me some actual Vedic narration and then something bona fide source. Uh, from what I understand until now, that this is... Uh, and name is not even mentioned anywhere. Some name is mentioned, what is the, some, some Sanskrit name is there and that also in some vague, some, I don't know if they can even be considered scriptures because I don't know who wrote them. So this kind of thing we don't accept. We accept what is given by the Acharyas. So you know, nobody, no Vaishnava Acharya anywhere said about Ayyappa. So we did completely, this is not uh, some bona fide process. That's it. I mean, there were million people, I mean, millions of people going and doing that, but see, they are doing everything under the sun. They don't care about scriptures. Nowadays, this is the thing with so-called Hinduism. Nobody cares about what the scriptures say. Everybody does. Hey, my father used to do. How can you? How can? How can you say that this is wrong? Did your father consult scriptures or not? If he did not consult scripture, he's wrong. Whether he did or not is wrong. That's it. Follow the scriptures. Chant Hare Krishna. In Kali Yuga, Hare Nama, Hare Nama, Hare Nama, Iva Kevalam, Kalau Nastyeva, 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 Gatiranyatha. There is no other way, no other way, no other way, except for chanting Hare Krishna. Except for chanting Hare Krishna, except for chanting Hare Krishna. Three times. To just specify, to just like drill it into our head, that just forget all other nonsense. Just chant Hare Krishna, that's it. So, that is our view. Everything else is not bona fide. And first of all, at least demigods are at least their personalities. Where did you come from? Come on. No Vedic reference. Everything has to have Vedic reference. Hmm. Ah, Sunita Sharma is saying Krishna Path. Actually, this is the um, website where you can get ebooks. Everything is there in that BG resources. I have included everything. Um, Krishna Path also I have included. Krishnapath.org, one word. Hmm. Next question wow okay this is a one line answer let me but maybe i'll elaborate a little bit so very simple question omkar tavare is asking prabhu prabhu ghosts really exist oh sorry ghosts really exist yes they do finish answer finish so actually i'll just give a little bit reference krishna also talks about ghosts 925, you can see. Those who worship the demigods will take birth among the demigods. Those who worship the ancestors go to the ancestors. Those who worship hosts and spirits will take birth among such beings. And those who worship me will live with me. So they are. Other places also ghosts are mentioned. But nothing to worry about them. 
they are just other species of living entities that's all those who are sinful become ghosts hmm. wow we have a huge question oh, some letter is quoted well it is something about the ritvik system Let's read that. Actually, I have covered all these topics in that series, Ritwik series. So I don't want to elaborate much on this, but briefly I will tell. So Nitai Gaurdas Prabhu is asking Hari Krishna Prabhu, how do you reconcile quotes like this in light of the Ritwik order? So this is first one from Shri Prabhupada in May 1972. GBC means now they should tour very extensively. Extensive. That is the first principle. The GBC not sit down in one place and pass resolution. No, they must be active. They must act like me. As I'm old man, I'm traveling all over the world. Now to give me relief, the GBC members, I shall expand into 12 more, so that they can they can exactly work like me. Gradually, there will be initiators. At least first initiation, you must make advance. That is my motive. So, in that way, I want to divide it in twelve zones, and we have to make more propaganda throughout the whole world. Now, if you think that the world is so big, twelve members are insufficient, then you can increase more than that and make the zones similarly divided. It is, it is world affair after all. Uh, in May 1972, and then Prabhupada le- uh, later said this: the GBC should be. should all be the instructor gurus i am the initiator guru and you should be the instructor guru by teaching what i am teaching and doing what i am doing this is not a title but you must actually come to this platform this i want letter to madhudvisha august 4 1975 detroit so what would be the best explanation to give in this regard very good so when prabhupad said that all of them must travel as he is traveling uh, that is siksha guru so he wants them to do there's no contradiction in both these uh, quotes and first initiation so that also is that this ritvik system you know he wanted to at least ritviks do the first and then he do so he wanted to delegate uh, they travel they make sure the standards are kept upright and they travel in preach because prabhupada was traveling everywhere right so his disciples have to now increase you know uh, go go about doing all these duties and first he said um, you know i, I will ex- i shall expand into 12 more so that they can work exactly work like me gradually there will be initiators so in this is what actually he was doing he wanted to uh, do initiation through them so when he says 12 zones then again a uh, real guru is not about which zone where he is if the like prabhupad when he was in america people in india were taking initiation or people in australia were taking initiation so it's not about they had faith in prabhupad you see that so of course if they were all pure devotees then if they actually became diksha gurus that's another thing but i will expand into 12 more means he is doing his work through these devotees you see uh, so is not against ritvik order 
and sometimes of course he even said like this that yes i am the uh, uh, my gurumara's 10th i am the 11th you will be the 12th next in line from chaitanya mahaprabhu he said like that also like indicating even initiating gurus in the future but still although that was a desire but the, none of them were ready in the first place and april 22nd 1977 we see uh, tamal krishna and uh, prabhupada were talking and then tamal krishna said none of my me and my god brothers none of them are actually none of us are ready none of us are pure devotees no were even close so prabhupada said yes the training must go on so in april 22nd 1977 they were not ready Nine, november 14 prabhupada you know leaves the body and november 15 they were already uttam adhikaris immediately become gurus 12 vyasasans everywhere and you know puja going on how can that happen in 6 months they were waiting for in fact prabhupada to pass away those those few that's very offensive mentality uh, that that's exactly what they want to do they want to immediately occupy the post of guru so that's not how you qualify for to become a guru to become a guru one must, the qualification is that one must follow the instruction of his guru so there is no contradiction you see in the in the in the letter also you have quoted you know the gbc should all be instructor gurus i am the initiating guru and you should be the instructor guru by teaching what i am teaching and doing what i am doing so that is what he meant by you know now you you all have to you know exactly work like me that means teaching what is teaching doing what is doing instructor gurus and initiations first initiation so he want them to actually give the name because until then what was happening the uh, everybody would send the name i mean the prospects to prabhupad and prabhupada would chant on the beads and give the name and then sent out then he wanted his disciples to do that job for him that is ritvik ritvik the word ritvik is a very specific word prabhupada used from the manu samhita and its definition is given in the manu samhita second chapter 143rd verse of the manu smriti ritvik i i don't have the verse readily here ritvik means a person who performs a, a, a ritual uh, for someone else on behalf of someone else it is exactly that so that's why the word ritvik prabhupada used very very carefully and very specifically because he wanted to do it on prabhupada's behalf hmm. so there is no contradiction it's, it's completely in support of the ritvik system only anyway you you kindly watch the the series i think we have left the link in the you know the link to the ritvik webinar ritvik system webinars it's uh, five videos i actually did live stream like this 3 hours each five videos so that recording of those videos are here this link here so watch this is in the comment section so if you can you can find this on our iskm tv youtube channel as well uh, in the playlists you can see the ritvik webinar playlist so you can go there and five videos watch this every of your doubts will be cleared here everything that you ever have ever will have on this all right so next rohit singh rohit singh good evening prabhu my question is who will take care of your parents when they are old krishna will take care somehow or other krishna will take care hmm in my case my brother is there one of my brothers is there and 
I am here in Philippines. There is one of my brothers, and another brother is there with my parents. And sometimes it happens so that you know nobody is there. Somehow the Krishna will take care. And it's not that if there is absolutely some nobody, then we can make arrangements for taking care of the parents from here, and you know all bring them here also. Anything can be done. So it's not that we will, we will neglect. You know we should we should neglect and you know let them die or not, something like that. If there is absolute necessity, of course something will be arranged. Efforts will be made to. You know, now there is not, nothing like that. No emergency. My father has, you know, is, you know, you know, kind of, um, what is that? Comfortable. He's retired. You know, he's, he's well situated. Krishna is taking care of him nicely. So you don't have to worry. So you should have that faith, you know. Shraddha Shabde Vishwasakoya Sudrida Nishchoy Krishna Karma Koyala Sarva Karma Krita Hoy. You know? See, Madhya Lila 22.62. Shraddha Shabde. What is Shraddha? Vishwasakoya Sudrida Nishchoy Krishna Bhakti Koyala Sarva Karma Krita Hoy. Shraddha is confident, firm faith that by rendering transcendental loving service to Krishna, one automatically performs all subsidiary activities. Such faith is favorable to the discharge of devotional service. See, I showed that verse. Narasimhadev is saying, 21 generations of your forefathers, all will be taken care of. So why our father will not, take, will not be taken care of? Even in this life? Why? Krishna is maintaining us. He cannot maintain two people, father and mother. Especially when somebody is surrendered, Krishna will make arrangement. We have to confidently surrender. Krishna will make arrangement. Why he cannot, will not make arrangement? Huh. Why we should think that what will happen? When it happens, let's see what, what to do. Huh. But he, they're, they're, they will be taken care of. That is not, there is no uh, uh, doubt about that. Absolutely. Yeah? In fact, a person who has surrendered to Krishna... He is the only person who can take the best care of his parents. Because he is not only taking care of the parents in this life, but making sure that their parents will not go to hell in the next life, all will not take another birth, they will go back to Godhead. He is ensuring their future in the best possible way, the person who has dedicated his life. So it's not that he has run away from the responsibility. He is doing the responsibility better than the person who is so-called materially taking care of his parents. Next, Sunita Sharma. One second. <laughs> Question Hare Krishna, at the time of death, if fortunate, should one try to remember Krishna or Srila Prabhupada or both? Same, whether you remember Krishna or Prabhupada. Because Prabhupada is with Krishna, so we will still be able to go back to Krishna. In fact, that question was asked by one of uh, Prabhupada's disciples. One woman asked him, What will happen if at the time of death I think of you and not Krishna? Will I still go back to Krishna? Prabhupada closed his eyes for about 2-3 seconds. And then he opened his eyes. Yes. <laughs> so, either one. Alright, I think we have reached the end. We have covered all the questions. Thank you all so much for this patience. 
and i'm really happy to do this session again after so long such a long break all right so we'll meet again on wednesday with the bhagavad gita class and we'll continue our regular programming in fact i'm starting i'm thinking of starting another series on instagram live kind of a daily thing but not this long very short format maybe 10 to 15 minutes i'll just take any random topic that you know i have been thinking about or we had some discussions with devotees about or something like that because i sometimes can't share those things with anyone because class is about you know when there's a class lecture it is about the subject that the, the verse is talking about and sometimes it is about um you know like amam what questions you ask i have to answer so sometimes i am thinking of certain things and i discuss with devotees certain things and you know these things i'm not sharing anywhere so i was thinking i should be sharing some of these thoughts as well and of course from scriptural backing without without scripture we're not allowed to talk in ias game <laughs> so uh, so that is something i wanted to do some short you know like 15 20 minutes on instagram live the good thing is you can't go long more, longer than 1 hour anyway so even though i'm long winded i'm constrained so and that instagram live can be a you know available on igtv which is instagram tv and that can be shared on facebook and everywhere so i was just thinking about that for the past 4 or 5 days so hopefully i can do something like that very soon um yeah that's one more way i'm trying to just like share with devotees our realizations and whatever that Sunita Sharma is asking Prabhu please can you do on a japa session you mean talk about japa session or japa and then camera doing japa is that i don't know i don't understand what exactly you asked explain about japa or you want actually a live stream of a japa i don't know if uh, there is any uh, use in looking at me chanting japa offensively i think prabhupada's japa is much better is the best um but i i'm i'm thinking of talking about you know whatever comes uh whatever i was thinking of or whatever we were discussing with devotees any conversations any interesting things or any interesting verses that i come across um that i want to share something like that i was just thinking like that in that format kind of very loose format but something which i want to do like every day or something sunita sharma is asking both japa session on live stream wow ways to do japa in concentration well i am learning myself you know how to concentrate on japa i'm nowhere near <laughs> concentration my mind is going a million places so i'm trying my best to chant japa properly myself and uh, yeah so i mean just follow i mean there are there is maybe we can do something in the future mm, on i mean we can discuss you know every every now and then a few uh, maybe one quote of importance of japa and how we should concentrate on or whatever not just concentrating while doing japa you know when you see the 10 offenses of against chanting the holy name they go beyond the time of when we are even chanting because like for example the first offense not to blaspheme we should not blaspheme the devotees who have dedicated their life for propagating the holy name of the lord so that is not only while chanting japa but 
throughout our day, throughout our life. So we should not blaspheme the devotees who have dedicated their lives for propagating the holy name of the Lord. Of course, if sometimes when they dress as devotees and they don't propagate the holy name and they talk something else, we have to get on their case. Not to really blaspheme them, but to present the truth, I mean, and, and open up conversations on that because we can't let that our movement be something else than what um, our movement is supposed to be, which is about chanting Hare, uh, I mean, Hare Krishna and Krishna's name. So when that is compromised and when there's serious deviations, they have to be like presented and then for the benefit of the devotees so that, you know, uh, people become aware of what is the truth. But that's not blasphemy. We're talking about blasphemy. So that is something and to worship demigods. That also doesn't happen during the Japa session. So rest of our life, we should not commit those offenses also. So it, it to do Japa properly, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has given us simple formula. Kirtaniya Sadahari. Uh, to do proper, uh, properly japa means always chanting Krishna's name. That is proper japa. If we, if we are having, if we are not interested in chanting or we are not doing devotions, we are not doing it properly. That means we are offensive. So, how to nullify offenses? Trinadapisuni chena. First, in the Shikshashtaka, second verse, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says, I have no uh, attraction for the holy names. So, this is my misfortune. So, he is saying like that. And then third verse, he gives us a solution of how to come out of that. Trinadapi suni chena, humbler than the blade of grass. Humble, humble, this is very rarely understood, you know, rarely realized. Humble means, you know, not only in praise, but also more, more, more so in insult. When we are insulted, how much we are, you know. Um, so we have to become humble, right? So humbler than the blade of grass, more tolerant than the tree. Not simply, you know, making a big, huge fuss when something goes not our way. You know, no. Tolerant, more tolerant than the tree. And Amanina, not expecting any praise or, you know, any thing from others. And Manadena, always respecting others, giving respect. Um, Amanina, Manadena, then Kirtaniya, Sadahari. So, if we do this, then all our offences will cease, all the ten offences. All the ten offences can be contracted with this one verse. Trinadabhisuni chena tarvarapisayishuna amarina maradena kirtaniya sadahari. So, uh, that is the solution. And we should not have any nadhanam, najanam, na sundarim, kavitam, vajagadisha kamaye. Mamajanmani janmani shvare bhavatad bhakti rahaitu kitvai. In fact, some of these Instagram live sessions also, I was thinking of, because some verses like about the holy name also I came across and Beautiful verses. I will also share about them also. So we will we will learn many aspects of devotional life and chanting and devotional service and sometimes even uh, how to deal with current situations and you know many things. Many things. Um, I just want to share, which I don't get chance to share in the, in, a, in a lecture format or on uh, this AMAM formats. I don't get to share that. So yeah, even chanting also we will cover many many aspects of it and. We can even try to, you know, discuss some of the, there is a Harinamamrita, you know, some of the quotes of Prabhupada, all the quotes of Prabhupada about chanting. We can, you know, always uh, do something like that. Thank you for the suggestion though. Because, see, when we, when I am talking about chanting, you know, without offences and all, it's not that I am actually doing that. I am speaking about these things so that it is reminder for me only, so that I can chant properly. You see? So that's that's what, that's what I need to hear. So I am speaking all these things, not that I am a big, 
you know like a scholar you know like a what what you know acharya no it is just to preach to myself i am preaching to myself only to to just remind myself of all these things in the process you get to you get to hear that is your good fortune you are hearing whatever i'm showing here prabhupada thing but otherwise just it's for my my own purification i'm doing it with a very selfish motive in fact <laughs> all right thank you so much all for your patience and you know for sitting for so long what is the time wow 10:30 all right thank you very much anandakodi vaishnavrind ki shila prabhupad ki jai anandakodi vaishnavrind ki jai bhagavad gita ki jai granthashramad bhagavatam ki jai nitai gaur premanande hari hari bol hare krishna